some may find the following disturbing. Discretion is advised. we go barflies welcome to the barfly tailgate show you already know it's done by barflies for barflies and all the other bears fans out there so what is up you guys my man badge is over here twisting and spinning we got, yeah, uh, you know we got the whole the video the starts <laughs> i lose my freaking buttons to turn my mic off mute it's been a cluster since I got on this morning. I mean, it's all, you know, it's been what three months since I seen you guys, and it's like I freaking never did this before. Yeah, yeah, my man's a little rusty, and uh, my man C Dub coming from across the pond. What's good, brother? How you doing this morning, man? How I'm doing been? great, mate. I'm doing great, mate. It's absolutely awesome to be back on, back on with you boys, man. Especially Badge, man. Even though he's, you know, he's, he's bringing. He's bringing his habitiness, you know, he's a bit rusty, so, you know, he has to get back up to speed a little bit, you know what I mean? But, no, it's awesome to be back on, man. It's uh, I always say it in the off-seasons because I don't get a chance to speak to you boys, so uh, glad to be back on and uh, glad to be talking Bears football. Absolutely. And uh, the, the man who, uh, I mean, I don't want to say he delayed us a little bit, but my man was worried about his waves. <laughs> Not looking hey, at me this morning, so he went to go grab me my hat. But uh my man, you know I love you, KB. That's my dog. What's good, brother? How you doing? What's going on? Well, I'm good, bro, man. Your, your boy couldn't get on here looking like that, man. You know what I'm saying? It's looking a little rough on the top, man. Looking a little rough on the top. You know, we ain't been on in a, in a little bit, so I don't want to. I want to drop that bad first impression for some people. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Uh, well, it feels good to be back, man. Uh, I, I set this thing up. You know, I sent out the link on, I think, Friday or something. And I was like, yeah, we'll just talk some free agency or whatever. And then Ryan Poles came off the top. Yeah, you're going to make it mad. I don't give a fuck, Keisha. He should be worried about making Ray Ray mad up in here. he said let me trade this right quick so we had a major trade if you haven't heard 
you live under a rock and you ain't been on Twitter or or, or anywhere really or, or watching. Well, you can be on Squarespace, goddamn it! You gonna hear about this guy? <laughs> the, uh, the Chicago Bears traded the number one overall pick for the ninth overall pick, the sixty first overall pick, the twenty twenty four first no, or first round pick, and a twenty twenty five second round pick. But the biggest thing to me, anyway was my man DJ Moore right here. I mean, just seeing this photo gets me fired up, man. We we got us a we got us a number one receiver. I don't care what anybody says. This man was putting in work in Carolina with XFL quarterbacks and and corpse of 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 Cam Newton and uh you know Sam Darnold and, and Baker Mayfield stopped in for a little bit. My man was still putting up numbers. So I'm pretty excited to have this guy right here and I'm going to let y'all talk because I know y'all are fired up too, man. <laughs> My man KB, he even called me. He hit me up. He was like, man, I think you hey, tell me what's up, brother. Bruh, so, you know, your boy was at work, you know what I'm saying, laying on the couch. Uh, yeah, I, you, you know, it was one of them days you just you just be on Twitter just hitting refresh on everything, you know what I'm saying. Ah, I see a lot of chatter going on around talking about, hey, man, this could possibly be moving. Then you, you see the biggest tweet come out. From uh y- your boy Greg Gabriel, hey, I heard some shit, but I'm not gonna say the shit is going down. I, w- wait a minute, so now I'm doing this, you know what I'm saying? Like real fast, you know what I'm saying? Real fast, real fast. I get up, I start to walk to the bathroom, and then all of a sudden, I get a message from my group chat. Totally, totally not even got nothing to do with football, saying. Hey man, y'all know that the Bears traded the number one pick. What? I beg your pardon. I said, "Bo, no, they didn't. Not no, no." And as soon as I said no, I was opening Twitter, and the first thing I see is Adam Schefter reporting the Bears traded the first round pick. Ah! You know, so I'm running around the damn fire station. My my people looking at me crazy. Uh, it's funny because one of the captains down there is actually a Bears fan. So I went up to him. I said, "Cap, Cap." We traded the pick. We traded the pick. And he's like the most chillest person on earth. He looks up because he's looking down at his phone. He looks up from a chair. He says, yeah, I, I know. <laughs> I said, you're not excited about this, man? I said, you see, you see what we got? He was like, oh, yeah. He said, we got a couple picks. I said, you know what, man? Forget you. Forget you, Cap. I'm calling some people I know that love me. <laughs> so I, I call my boy AC. I'm like, man, hey, I'm going crazy on the phone. AC is like, yeah, bro. Then we get off the phone. I'm like, man, I gotta call Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call my boy Chris, but I ain't got Chris numbers. So I'm like, shit, I can't call. Him. <laughs> so you know, man. Yeah, I was super excited, man. I, the biggest piece to me there is the it's the DJ Moore piece. Uh, you we yep. constantly hear about the the third year for these quarterbacks and them getting a, a number one receiver. Care less what nobody say, bro. DJ Moore is a number one receiver. If you want to call him a, a top end or a low end, do what you want to do. The fact of the matter is now you have DJ Moore, Darnell Mooney, and Chase Claypool, and that's your core of receivers. You can do a hell of a lot worse than that. Yeah. And last I checked, I'm looking at the size. I'm I don't know why I thought Stephon Diggs is like six one, six two. Him and DJ Moore are the same fucking size. Yep. And honestly, in five years, DJ Moore has had more yards put up to him and better yards per catch. So yeah, yeah. Put- that was I'll let Badge go ahead and talk because uh 
I feel like I'm taking over the show already, but uh, Badge, you, you want to go ahead and tell us how you felt about this trade? Because, I mean, you were so excited. You hit me up to get on the show. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. So I was out having sushi, right? And I see it come through. Yeah. And I'm like, holy shit, are you – Ryan Poles is my hero. All this talk about Poles can't do this, can't do that, can't – he won't do anything where this franchise is going nowhere. All these fucking douchebags. The Bears should trade Justin Fields and oh, draft God. Bryce Young. You know, uh, Jason Lockenfora still his – how this guy still has a job with a professional organization that covers football and the four of us – are still sit here and I do can't this. get credentials, but these motherfuckers can throw out whatever I, they want. <laughs> I just don't get it. I, I just don't get Lewis Riddick, mm. the same thing. But you know, last se- the last season of Matt Nagy, he yes. threw Justin Fields under the bus in at the Cleveland after the Cleveland game. When it wasn't Justin Fields' fault, but now because he's praising Justin Fields, oh Lewis Riddick, oh he should be a GM. Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> There's a reason Lewis Riddick don't have a GM job. But anyway, right. right. I love this trade. I love <laughs> the draft picks. I love what we got in return. I mean, it, it's a haul. I, it doesn't exactly. matter to me what anybody else says. This is a haul. Ryan Poles knew what he was doing. And all the doubters that, you know, oh, this this is going to be a terrible offseason. We have all these needs that need to be addressed. Well, the biggest need to me was the wide receiver position and getting a number one. Because right. in all honesty, I said it two years ago, I knew Darnell Mooney was not a number one receiver. But yeah. all the experts, oh, he's a number one. He's right. a number one. No, he's not. Now, mm. you can use all three of these guys – anywhere on the football field and that makes them lethal Uh absolutely because who are you going to cover you've got two guys with 442 speed and chase claypool at 454 right so i I mean what who are you going to put on those guys now you got to move a linebacker out there to cover darnell mooney if he's in the slot yeah, I, yeah. It just, I, I think Mooney me, in the slot is a is a good it's a good spot for him. I know a lot of people yeah. are talking about Mooney being number two and Claypool in the slot, but I feel like I like Claypool on the outside and Mooney in the slot. If I'm see, I think in this day and age, in, in the way offenses work now in the NFL, I, I don't you know. Yes, a receiver is assigned a position, mm-hmm. but on any play, they could be lined up in another spot running a, a completely different route. These guys know, you know, where with Matt Nagy's system, everybody was running a curl or a hook. So, you you, you know, (laughs) you were going to a spot and hoping the ball was going to be there, you know, when you turned around. That's not going to be the case with Luke Getzey. You've seen it already. Just, you know, I I didn't watch much of last year, but what I saw, you can tell that's not the case. He wants Justin Fields throwing these guys open. Right. Not well, I mean, we saw it. We saw it in Green Bay too. You know, when when yep. Devontae mm-hmm. Adams would have a tough half, they'd come out, they'd make some adjustments, and all of a sudden, yep. Adams is lining up in the slot. You know, that's that's the kind of uh, and and DJ Moore brings that as well. I know, I being in Kentucky, I saw 
more Carolina Panthers football than I care to talk about. But uh, <laughs> definitely uh, DJ Moore was a guy that I loved. And I told KB the first play I thought of, I, I wish I'd have pulled the clip, but it's a, a deep ball game-winning touchdown, really, against the Atlanta Falcons. Um, unfortunately, after he was so fired up, he took his helmet off, got a penalty, yep. and the kicker missed the extra point and took him to overtime. They ended up losing the game. But uh, hopefully that's a that's a learning situation for him. And uh, uh, but, but this is a guy that I was definitely excited about. Honestly, Chris, you want to talk about this trade before I – because I'm going to go yeah. on a little tangent here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, it was quite strange, really. I was actually asleep at about – Half past two, three o'clock in the morning, and I just suddenly woke up for no reason at all. Looked at my phone, and then there were all these tweets about the trade. I'm like, "Fucking yeah, man, yes!" <laughs> it like Providence. It like I just woke up. It like somebody said, "Chris, wake up and look at this uh, this tweet." And I look at it. It took me a while to get my head around it. And I'm like looking. I thought, "Well, it seems a bit low that second round pick." And I thought. Well, that's because they got DJ Moore in that deal. Right, right. And I'm so happy that we got, like, finally, we got, like, a, a prospective number one receiver who can take the load off Mooney and uh, Claypool. And I just, I just think, really, that's what uh, Justin Fields has been cried out for all last season. And you see how, how other teams have done that, like the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, when, they got, when they got that guy in for, uh, for their quarterback. And uh, I think it's just going to make a massive difference to Justin Fields. I think he's going to be able, you know, he's going to have more options to throw to. And he's going to have a bit more confidence because he knows he's got a guy who can really get open in the middle of the field. So, yeah, I was overjoyed. I like looking at all the Texans. It was like, yes, come on. Come on, Paul. So, uh, yeah, very nice and surprised and happy about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it sounds like Chris's spidey sense was going off and we'll pull him up. Out yeah, of weird, man. It was weird. <laughs> I just, I just thought it went up like that. I'm like, oh, no, I just went, fucking hell, man. That's awesome. For no reason at all. It, it must have been a Providence call from God or something. Not to get religious, but that's what it felt like. <laughs> Pretty much, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when I came on here, when I set this up, I was like, yeah, we'll talk about some free agents. You know, the, the guy I wanted, Deron Payne, obviously got the franchise tag, blah, blah, blah. A bunch of guys that I wanted either got re-signed or franchise tagged. So, I mean, we was kind of in a, a tight spot, I think. Um, although a guy that KB told me about, David O'Karrake, is starting to, starting to gain some momentum to the Bears. Uh, oh, yeah. And he was the first one to put me on game with him. So I've been trying to look up him a little bit. But uh, what I really wanted to talk about, I was like, man, we need to trade for DeAndre Hopkins because I really like D-Hop <laughs> to do what we did with DJ Moore. I mean, he pushes the t – he improves the talent level of the whole wide receiver room. Um, and if you look back at trades for like AJ Brown, the uh, Eagles traded a first round pick to get him. Um, Stefan Diggs, I, I, I looked up the trade for yep. that one, but I can't. I think it was like a, a third, fourth, and fifth. Like they traded multiple picks to get Stefan Diggs. And this trade, yeah, we traded a pick, but we got back several picks and DJ Moore. Yeah, so my guy Ryan Poles, and I mean everybody. I'm not used to people seeing saying like regular people, people that aren't Bears fans, saying, "Man, the Bears just fleece somebody." Usually, we mm. on the other side of that. If y'all remember yep. the Trubisky trade, we, everyone oh, was yeah. talking about how how Ryan Pace got fleeced. Ryan Poles, 
that dude's a G, man. He's just <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> think about this for a second, guys. Look how fast a team can change mm-hmm. from one or two seasons to two seasons later. I mean, two years ago, let's say we're in this position. What is Ryan Pace doing? He's probably trading picks to get DJ Moore. Right. You know what I mean? Like, he's mm-hmm. probably trading that first pick to get DJ Moore, but he's just getting DJ Moore or right. giving a pick back to get him, right? right. Ryan mm-hmm. Poles, as soon as he came out with, with information, when he had that press conference, you I knew right there, I was like, this fucking guy knows what he's doing. And he clearly knew what he was doing. Now, that doesn't mean he's going to go into free agency Tuesday and – or what is it, Tuesday or Wednesday? I think well, Wednesday is uh, – tomorrow is the, the tampering yeah, negotiation yeah. period. They, they yeah. call it the tampering period, even though tampering illegal is illegal. tampering, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, I, I think, you know, he's still got a little bit of work to do. Um, mm-hmm. But I definitely think you've – Put your wide receiver room in a great position. I do believe that they will still address the wide receiver room in the draft in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of guys are looking to do that early um, with JSN. Um, you know, I mean, you have the ability to pretty much kind of do whatever you want now. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, you don't have to make that pick at nine. You can trade back. You can trade now. Right. Yeah. yeah, you know, mm-hmm. um, so – you know, kudos to Ryan Poles, Ian Cunningham. I mean, I, I tweeted the other the other day. I I, uh, I think it was off of Mark Carmen's tweet. You, you know, for the first time in my forty three years, almost forty four years of life, there's some competence at Hallis Hall. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, it they've never had it since you know, I mean, in my lifetime anyway. Yeah, right. they won the Super Bowl in 85, but they're 86, whatever you want to call it. But this actually shows me that they've got the right football people where they need to be. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. agree. And, I mean, even Ian Cunningham, our assistant GM, he had a chance to go to Arizona and run his own team. And he was like, I'm going to stick around a little bit and – and try and help this organization. It's just it's only going to help him more in the future. Um, and I love the guys that we have in charge. They both came from the organizations that were in the Super Bowl last year. You know what I'm saying? So, yep. so they, they've learned a thing or two about how to build this, how to negotiate. Obviously, you know we, we saw it in we saw it with Ryan Pace how bad a negotiator he was, and I don't know how we didn't see that coming. If you look at New Orleans, they're always trading their first-round pick. They're always in salary cap hell. They've always got to restructure guys every year for free agency to try and fix it, whereas Kansas City and even the Eagles, you know, they just they reload. They make moves, and, and they continue improving their roster, you know, from top to bottom. I just – I'm really excited about the way this place is going. A lot of people in the chat are talking about – you know, trading nine and where we're going to end up and JSN. And I just, I like JSN a lot. And I know he's already got a connection with, um, with just, but I just worry about, we have so many holes on this roster, man. I, I, I don't see us grabbing one that early. Um, 
and I'm, I'm starting to see B. John Robinson as as our number nine overall pick. I'm not sure I'm on board with that either. I feel like we need I, to I, yeah. I, I'm not. I'm not about drafting a running back in in, in the first round. You know, uh, me. You know, maybe mid second. Like, uh, right. These guys. I mean, look at look look at look at some of these guys. You you basically get a running back now for four years, and then you you're letting them go because their value increases. <clears throat> Teams don't want to pay them because they don't view them like they used to. You know, and I mean, really, most teams now have multiple running backs. Uh-huh. You know, it's not a one-man position anymore. You've got three, sometimes four backs that teams use, even and with a fullback. Right. So, mm. you know, I, I think I, I don't like the idea of uh, – to me, that's wasting a draft pick if you're mm. drafting a running back with your first pick. These guys mm. are a dime a dozen. Look at some of these backs over the last couple of years that have been fifth, six-rounders right. that have – You know, right here in start- Chicago. You know, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, we had, absolutely. We had Jordan Howard, he was a fourth round pick, I believe. You had Cohen, who was a fifth or sixth round pick. Yeah. You have even David Montgomery. A lot of people are like, you can't replace David Montgomery with a rookie. Well, we kind of did that with Jordan Howard to David Montgomery. So I, I feel mm-hmm. like yep. it's possible. And I do mm-hmm. like this running back class. Bijan Robinson looks like he could be Saquon Barkley. Um, but man, I hate using the ninth overall pick. It, it, if our team was in a different situation, like, yep. look, we just talked about the Eagles. They got the 10th overall pick because, again, the New Orleans Saints are dumb. They traded away <laughs> their first-round pick. Uh, and and now the Philadelphia Eagles went to the Super Bowl, and now they got a top-10 pick. I, I feel like B. John Robinson would be a perfect fit there, but uh, they're, they're, they're a full team. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're there. Well, let's be honest. We know Khalil Herbert isn't as a running back. Yes, great, great runner, but he fucking can't pass block to save his life. So right. that to me, he he's not going to be the guy. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, could he could he get better? Can he work out? Yes, but he's he's small. You know, it's it's like Tariq Cohen. Yeah, we saw Tariq Cohen throw some some decent. Oh, I think you froze there, Badge. Mm-hmm. All right, I want to make sure it wasn't just me. Uh, no, I think he's going to talk about Cohen doing some – he had a couple yeah. of highlight plays and stuff, um, but uh, he – injuries started piling up for him. Yeah. Um, I'll froze be, I'll there, be, Badge. I think you're back on me. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be, typical Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, be, I be, I be sort of my, – my issue is uh, – you know, using that use that number nine for the running back is far too is far too high to take a running back. I think really what we need to do is copy what the Philadelphia Eagles did and sort of build from the trenches outwards because we're desperate for defensive linemen and we're desperate to improve the offensive line. So it, it absolutely breaks my heart because I played running back when I was a kid. So I love the running back position and it breaks my heart that it's so devalued in the NFL today, even though. I think the running back position might start making a bit of a comeback because all these defences are playing them sort of shell defences. So you can get three or four yards automatically anyway. And also as well, some of the tackling as well in this day and age of the NFL is pretty, pretty poor. So I think that, I think maybe over the next sort of five years, the running back position might become more important again and, and they might you know start getting them bigger salaries and higher draft picks. But I just think where the Bears are, we've got so many positions that we need to sort out. But uh, a number nine pick and a running back would be absurd. 
Yeah, yeah. Totally I kind of I kind of agree with that. Uh it, it could be making a comeback, but as far as drafting them high, I, I just don't think GMs value them at that anymore. Uh especially I mean, you see a team like like we just talked about. I mean, look at the Kansas City Chiefs. They drafted their guy in the seventh round, Pacheco, and he's yep. a legitimate number one running back. You don't have to grab these guys in the top ten for them to now Every once in a while, like someone in the Homer cuts was talking about, look at the McCaffrey trade and what it did for San Fran. I agree with that, but San Fran sure. has – they have more of a complete team. They have the best D-line, in my opinion, in the league. They've got a built mm-hmm. offensive line. They're even comfortable with letting <clears throat> Mike McGlitchie, um test free agency, who could possibly be a bear. Honestly, I'm not I'm not high on McGlitchy. i got a friend who's a 49ers fan. And I can remember weekly, whenever they would lose, he'd say, man, McGlitchy missed the block there. Man, McGlitchy's a, 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 a legitimate issue on our offensive line, you know, stuff like that. And, I mean, he'd probably be an upgrade because we don't have anybody at right tackle. But I feel like if you're going to spend the money, a guy that I'm starting to love is Jawan Taylor. He's 25 mm-hmm. years old, mm-hmm. out of Jacksonville. I feel like he has the athletic ability that – that Greg Gabriel talks about a lot to where they can pull and stuff they got to do in this, in this scheme. Um, he's a guy that I, I'd rather take him over McGlitchy to be completely honest. And I'm, I'm honestly, I like him better than Orlando Brown. Even at this point, I'm, I'm looking at Orlando Brown and yeah, his numbers are good, but my guy's going to ask for 25 million. And even though we got the money, man, I just don't, I don't know. I, I like what we had. I like Braxton Jones. I mean, you look at the numbers, the PFF numbers, he's in like the top 10. He's He was like the number one rookie offensive tackle. He doesn't get a whole lot of talk. You know, sometimes he does, but overall, a lot of people are like, man, they just talk about the Bears offensive line as a whole not being very good. But I really think Braxton Jones can flourish in that position. And if you found mm-hmm. a left tackle, in the fifth round of the draft, that's a fucking win. And that points back to Ryan Poles being a hell of an evaluator and a hell of a general manager to build this roster. And, I mean, look at Philly, man. They built their whole offensive line through the draft. They did so well that they grabbed their left tackle. I think, if I'm not mistaken, he was the guy who used to play um, – Rupert Leagues. What's that? He used to play rugby league in Australia, their, their left tackle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so you were a complete novice. Yeah, he played rugby. You were a complete novice today to the game. And uh, I mean, you should see if you get a chance, try and see me tape of him playing rugby because he's such a big guy that he's got all these little guys trying to tackle him. It would amazing. But uh, he knows what you do with good coaching, you know, with a guy who's never played the game and just, you know, you. His natural ability. Yeah. Uh, I'm completely with you on the uh, on the O line uh, AC. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm glad we're all in. We're all in this together on that. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, I mean, I didn't have stats, a ton of stats, <laughs> or a ton of. Um, I just had my opinion. That's what I came here with. Was my opinion. Um, yeah, I think the Braxton Jones thing, I mean, he was a rookie. So, I mean, first of all, you, you know, he didn't even win the job until what? You know, really the last week of training camp maybe? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, and now here you are, a rookie left tackle. Uh-huh. Your first year in the league, you're probably getting your ass kicked. And right. you know what? 
I mean, there were times, yeah, he he definitely looked bad. But that's going to help him develop and grow, and now he's able to use the tape from those moments to make himself better. Now he's got a whole offseason to prepare himself, work on his strength, work on his core, work on building the strength in his legs to make him a better pass blocker. And to me, I don't think the Bears are going out and getting a left tackle. I I just don't don't think they're going to do it. You know, and and maybe a right tackle, maybe. I mean, I, I, I could see them doing that more than getting a left tackle. I really think Braxton Jones be here for the long haul. You see, I I want I wanted to step in on that because you know what I'm saying I see a lot of people saying we should draft a tackle in the first round or whatnot. I say this man, y'all think I'm crazy. All y'all want folks can talk about me in the chat. I honestly don't want to see us draft a tackle in the first round. Um I look at what we did. We drafted Braxton in the fifth. Braxton gets so much flack, but yet Braxton was also one of the best rookie left one of the best rookie tackles period. Uh, yeah, he needs strength. He came from a, a D2 program. He's not used to going against grown-ass men. And the sad part is the only thing you can actually say that is a negative about Braxton Jones is he's not strong enough to handle the bull rush. Mm. So if that's your only – the only thing you can sit there and say that you have a problem with Braxton Jones is give him the offseason when he's actually being put through grown men weight training and on a, on this NFL schedule for an entire offseason and see what he can do. You know, I'm I'm all aboard to to have us sign Juwan Taylor or you know saying I, I was looking at Juwan Taylor, maybe Caleb McGarry. I'm I'm not big on McGlinchey either. Uh I, I think he's overhyped. But let's say we draft Paris Johnson and Paris Johnson train has the same type of year that Braxton Jones had. Uh-huh. Are we then coming back and saying next year we need to replace Paris Johnson at right tackle? Mm. Because I guarantee you right now, the only reason why people are talking crazy is because Braxton Jones was drafted in the fifth round. But Braxton right. Jones, he he had stats that were very comparable to Charles Cross, Evan Neal, uh, who it was another guy, uh, the kid out of Carolina that the Panthers was looking at saying, damn, we don't even know if dude's gonna be good. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. my thing is this: are we are we using his draft position as a problem? Or we're using the, the player as a problem because if that's right. the case in in, in in Paris Johnson or, you know, you get uh, the Skaronsky kid or whoever the hell it is, you put him at right tackle and he has the same type of year as Braxton Jones, then are we then saying the same fucking thing about replacing the right tackle next year because he gave us the same type of stats? That's my mm-hmm. argument. I want. Sure. I, I said I'm dropping the money in the O-line and D-line. That is my, well, guys, that is my I, You know season. what the funny thing is here is we're, we're talking about left tackle and right tackle. We, we need, need a center. Yeah, we, we need, need a center. <laughs> we, I mean, yeah, I know they re-signed Sam Mustafer, but <laughs> you know, I, I'm not a Sam Mustafer fan. I, I, sorry, Olin. Like, I, I, he's not good. Hey, he'll me. come after you. <laughs> yeah, well, whatever. I, at, at this point, I, I don't, I don't care. Don't <laughs> like, go for it. If it gets you more likes, clicks, whatever, good for you. Um, I, he's not. He does not fit in this league to me. Put him in the XFL. Put him in, you know, USA football. I, I'm sure he would probably be great there. But the guy's first move after he snaps the ball is usually backwards. Uh, and that's not going to get your run game going. It's not going to help your quarterback. 
We need somebody in that position. And and I'm not saying you draft a center with the number nine overall pick. Let me not, you know, go crazy there. But I did see a couple of names available for agency, and I forget the names. Um, I want to say one of them was the Chargers center. I know the guy out of Minnesota is available. I think his name's Bradbury. He had a oh, he struggled Bradbury. early, but when they brought in O'Connell, who came from the same type of system that Getsy runs, all of a sudden he flourished. He had a good year. It was mm-hmm. in a contract year, so that's something you got to think about on that. But I like him a lot. Um, I'm trying to think. Ben Jones. Uh, yeah, but just got cut from also, Tennessee, right? Yeah, but I didn't but know. Yeah, that's who it was. Tennessee. Tennessee. Yep. I didn't know he failed a physical, and that's why they cut him. Uh, oh. oh, okay. If if he can if he can pass, I mean, I, I guess the Bears actually were in on him at one point, so uh, maybe they do bring him in for a look and have him at stop yet. But I man, I don't know. They should. I kind of feel like they might try to roll with Mus- with uh not Mustafa but Patrick at center because of. He's just the words yeah. right out your mouth. <laughs> oh. Okay. I, 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 th- I didn't think he signed a two-year. I thought he had only signed yeah. one year. So I didn't he realize he was, he's bad. Okay. So, I mean, yeah, I think that's what too. they planned to do last year, guys, was he, yeah. he was the plan to be the starter at center. So, I mean, mm. you know, if that's the – you know, I would be fine with that as well. I, I, I'm still not sold on on him really either. You know, as a guard, I didn't really think. Oh, you know, we didn't want to see him. Like, oh God! It, yeah, we you didn't know, really it see was him rough. Much. Yeah. Um. I, I, but ben, I mean, I ben... think, sorry, I say. I would just say like another prospect at center could be the uh, the Brown Center. He, he's a free agent. Ethan yeah, Pocket. Post that's Pocket, it. Yeah. That's it. KV. Uh, and he's quite highly rated, so he could be one worth looking at. But I've just got a feel that they might stick with Lucas Patrick. Because, I mean, he did play well when he was at Green Bay, but, I mean, he, you know, obviously he was playing with Aaron Rodgers, which helps. But uh, I do think centre is, uh, it's like Bad said, I think it's one of the most important positions we need to get sorted out because most of uh, he just gets he just gets pushed back too much and he gets pushed back straight into Fields face. So Fields mm-hmm. can't step up to you know when he wants to pass. So um, yeah, I'm definitely up for a, a change at the center. You know, and I forget Patrick had a hand injury last year. Yeah, too, yeah that's right. right yeah. So you know, who knows the the effect that had on him and in, in, in trying to block whether you know, obviously he didn't play center because it clearly was a factor. So, you know, I maybe I'm giving him shit he was hurt, you know, so Whatever, I mean, but... we didn't we didn't see him, so it's hard to evaluate right. him one way or right. the other. Yeah. Jeremy Forer here says draft John Michael Schmitz. This is a guy that KB talked about like mid season last year. Oh, bro, Minnesota. I think he has a wrestling mm. background. I love that yep. in my offensive oh, lineman. Oh, yeah, because yep. as KB knows, as a former wrestler, you learn how to use leverage and use your hands oh, and yeah. feet and all that good stuff that you need on the offensive line. John Michael Schmitz, and and you know if there's one thing you're getting out of Minnesota. The O line is always going to be solid, you know. Yep. So I, I, I definitely I mm-hmm. like that pick. Uh, it might be a guy that, and we have two two second rounders this year now. Uh, granted, they're low, but we could do what the Packers did last year, package those and move up. If you yep. like a guy like John Michael Schmitz to to try and grab him and mm-hmm. help solidify that O line, I, I I really like that pick as well. Barely yeah. Smo's dropping all kinds of stuff in this chat. Hey man, it's oh, what's up, that. George? It's a it's a lot of it's a lot of centers, man, in, in this draft that I would actually love to give a look to, man. Uh, you got Tipman out of Wisconsin. That uh-huh. dude, the dude is massive. 
I saw a picture of him and he's got a badass mullet. So I'm on, I'm on board (laughs) with that. I was going to say, and he's six foot six, uh, 300 plus. Holy shit. The dude dude is a monster. Then you have uh, six, six at center. Damn. That's a big fucking center right there. Dude, bro. Uh, then you have Whitmer out of, uh, uh, Ohio state, Ohio state. Uh, you got him, uh, it was another guy too that people were that people liked, and then uh, I, I my personal one of my personal favorites uh, I can't say his name for shit uh, the kid from Michigan, hell he was the fucking Remington uh, mm-hmm. uh fucking the best lineman this year. Oh yeah yeah in, in yep. college football. Yep. Yeah, you know I watched a, I watched a little bit of the combine and that guy was moving really well. I really like that they're doing the um the z the the pulling the pulling drills at the combine mm-hmm. now. Uh, I didn't look. I didn't see the the Wisconsin guy if he did that drill or not. That's something I'd have to look at because if he's six six three hundred plus, in this scheme he's got to be able to move. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And 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 I just that's that's a big dude to try and to try and uh, get out there. Tony the Pod Boss is on it this morning. I can't say that name. Alu Aluwad Aluwad. Oh yeah. That's the, is that the guy from Michigan? K. Yeah, right there. Yeah, yeah. Yep. That's, that's him. Like I said, I can't say his name. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go there. <laughs> they, they, got, they got Tipman at six foot six, 313 pounds, bro. Wow. That's a big and dude. it's the Arkansas Center. Thank, thanks, uh, thanks, Barry That's the other center that they're talking about. Uh, I, can't, I, don't, I don't know his name. I just know that they were talking about him being really good, too. I'm trying to remember his name, too, man. I can't. It's I'm drawing a blank over here. Uh I mean, we should have just went ahead and drafted Luke Fortner last year out of Kentucky, and we'd have had that center position <laughs> locked up. But, but they chose not to. <laughs> All right, man. We had, we had Sam Mustafer and then Lucas Patrick. No, uh, nothing was going to go wrong. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, that's the best. Oh, that's <laughs> right. I feel like we should talk some free agents since it starts this week. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm biased. Obviously, Zadarius Smith asked for his release from the Vikings, and Bud Dupree is a cap casualty in Tennessee. Those are both Kentucky guys, defensive ends. I like them both. Uh, Ooh, I know I put it out in the chat, and KB said, you know, he's probably going to look for a contender. But Bud Dupree, man, I mean, he's he hasn't lived up to his draft stock. But at Kentucky, that dude was a monster. I mean, he did everything for us when we didn't have nobody. Really, I mean, you had him and Z on on the edges. At, they were there at the same time, and I really like that dude. I don't know. Maybe we can get him cheap. I don't know. But is there anybody that uh, that you guys like? Really, like we got to talk about this dude in free agency. Uh, I can pull up the list here on NFL.com yeah. if you guys want to. I'll let KB talk about a couple of guys. I know. Oh. I know he's got some. Oh man, right right now, you know my my out the gate guy. I gotta I have to go get right now is probably Draymond Jones. Okay. Uh you need the three tech, you need it bad. Uh I we can say what we want to say about uh Jalen Carter and his situation, man. Maybe he slips, maybe he doesn't. Uh you hear hey, a lot of people. He, saying, if he falls to nine, man, I'm totally fine. I'm, with yeah, I'm taking him. Uh, but you know what I'm saying? Who knows? I, I don't think he's gonna fall to nine. I think he, he'll probably go to see Seattle or some shit. Uh yeah. I mean, but, you got you got Detroit at six that Jeremy, gotta shore up their D line. You got yeah. Ryan Pace sitting there at eight in Atlanta. I mean, you know he loves them Georgia boys, so I, uh-huh. I just I don't know if he'll get to us. But <laughs> uh, I was gonna say, Jeremy, 
uh, I, listen, I, I've been, I was singing the praises of uh, Zach Allen for, for a minute too, bro. I, I, I already hear you. He's talking about, can we talk about Zach Allen out of Arizona? That's another dude I would love to see get, us go to get. The dude is was phenomenal last year in Arizona. Uh, I figure but, Ryan Pace will probably trade this year's first for Atlanta and next year's first to move up one spot and draft a kicker. <laughs> Luckily, he's just an assistant, so he don't get to make those full choices. Oh, hey, man, but, somebody, sure? somebody's there to freaking put a cap on him, man. <laughs> I'm going to say, man, you sure? Every time, every time we cut somebody, goddammit, they show it to Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say hot Atlanta with Chicago, Chicago Atlanta. Chicago Atlanta. We had everybody. What about um, the number one guy on this list? I just pulled up NFL.com's list of free agency. The number one guy is Javon Hargrave. The guy is 30, but he is he's a guy that he's probably going to cost quite a bit. Oh, yeah. But he has uh-huh. produced on two different on two different teams in two different systems. And you hardly ever see guys get through two contracts and still be at the level where they can get a $20 million contract, but this guy, I feel like he does it. And I know it's going to cost us a lot, but like I said, I was ready to blow my load on Deron Payne. I'm, I I feel like I'm there with Javon Hargraves. I mean, and he comes from Philly. So we got Ian Cunningham in the building. He knows what this guy can do. I, are you, would you guys be cool with that? Or is there any pushback? That you have, you know, I mean, it's I know the spot to me that's the most important to this defense, guys. Yeah, yeah. so that, be, that that says it all right there. Yeah, go here, Chris. I mean, I mean, I, yeah, I'm exactly the same. I mean, I, I mean, the guy had 11, the guy had 11 sacks last year from a defensive tackle, and I also made 60 tackles as well. And I know he's 30, and there's like this big thing about people dropping off, but. I, th- I think he'll be a great pick. And we got the money as well with the cap space. Uh, you know, I want to get these sort of like top top players. Oh. Got to, uh, you know, if we do sort of draft a lot of rookies for the defensive linemen, they've got, they've got a leader there who's done it at a high level. So I'd be so happy if we got him. Right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's freezing on me too. Uh, I was going to say he's freezing. He's going in and out a little bit at the end. But, I mean, his main point was we got the money to spend it, and, you know, it's a very important position in this defense. I think Eberflew said it himself. You know, he's kind of the linchpin on this defense is mm-hmm. is, is your uh, is your three-tech. So, I mean, uh, if you're going to spend it – I mean, they tried to spend it last year when they didn't even have it, you know. They, <laughs> right. They tried, they tried to get Ogunjobi. Yeah. Just wasn't working. And I see Vaughn saying the 30. Mm-hmm. That's that is that is about the only down downside you have with Hargrave right now is the is the thirty. That's why I say my my number one target would be Draymond. It's just because of the age. Uh, I think he's twenty six, right? Yeah, I was gonna say Draymond. Draymond would be uh twenty six this year. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, I mean, but Jeremy, man, you know what I'm saying? Just looking at some of the comments, but we're not we're not forgetting yeah. the weak side. That's where I I said before once Okariki was I realized he was a target. Oh yeah, there. No doubt in my fucking mind that Bobby Okereke would be, be in Chicago. So, I, so he's, I a, he's a he's a will or um so they had him playing inside. I got a guy at Mike that I like a little bit. Yeah, I'm gonna say they had him playing inside at one point. And then uh when uh Darius went down, uh with freak, whenever he went down, he moved to the weak side linebacker position and produced over hundred tackles, man. The dude, the dude can can do everything that you need him to do. 
and he's still like 25 or 26. So that's another young cat you got. Uh, I, I really, he's fast. The, the guy can, he can force turnovers. He can do everything that Eberflus needs in his defense. And I think if he came in here, bro, he he could probably push all pro status. That's that's my take on Okariki. Well, you, you I see know people that saying they don't believe be their that, uh That's definitely going to be a guy that Eberflus has familiarity with. You know, he came from Indianapolis, mm-hmm. so he he knows what the guy well, can do. Um, so that's a guy he could be on the table about. Yeah. Lance Briggs thinks Sanborn is a will. I, honestly, I love Lance Briggs as a player, as a evaluator, as a commentator. He sounds dumb a lot of the time. I don't <laughs> know how else to put it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, if I'm not mistaken, he was one of the guys that was talking about um, Fields being a running back, not being able to throw, uh, <laughs> talking about how Darnell Mooney would never be anything. Um, and, and a lot of times they just say things like that to get clicks, to get likes, to get views. And I, hey, Mr. Shorty, yeah, this is my me. guy. I talked about this guy as soon as he got on the field. Well, Sanborn is my dude, man. <laughs> I love that guy. I love the way he plays. He does everything we need. I just, uh, I don't know. I love Shorty. I mean, I love, uh, I love Sanborn. He's, a, he's, a, he's, yeah, a I'm, I'm sold on Sanborn, yeah. million percent. Million percent. I was gonna say because that man got he got it out the mud, bro. That's that's why that man Mm -hmm. got it out the mud. He came onto this roster and folks looked at. I remember we get we signed him, and I I remember like, hey man, we should probably look out for Sanborn, bro. Like I remember watching this man's tape, and he was a fucking missile. And I I didn't. What was his big knock? He ran a four seven. Right. Right. Like oh my god, he's not he's not fast, but. You see the man on the field, the motherfucker is chasing down Tyrese Hill. He plays yep. faster than what his 40 time was. Um, yeah. and, and Ryan Poles loves him too. I don't know if you guys listen to CHGO's podcast. Mm-hmm. They had Ryan Poles on during combine week. And one of the first names he talked about was Sanborn in the middle. So obviously he's got a lot of faith in him as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think he's a guy that's going to be around for, for years to come. You know, uh, I really like the dude. Yeah, I'm with George though on Tremaine well, well, Edmonds well, too. Uh, I mean, if 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 the if they're gonna if they're gonna address something there, I mean, he's a guy that I like too. I mean, oh yeah, guy's got experience, phenomenal tackler. You know, I think would be an immediate impact on this defense for sure. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I uh, he's a guy that you know, if you remember, he was drafted the same year as Roquan, and a lot mm-hmm. of that was a lot of our offseason conversation us. that year was: is it Tremaine or is it Roquan? It, we went with Roquan because Ryan Pace has an affinity for Georgia players. Uh, don't get me wrong. I love Roquan. I just – I don't know if the price is going to be right. I know we've got the money, but I just don't see Ryan Poles going absolutely insane in free agency. We might see oh, no. one big signing like a Hargraves or like a – I don't know, maybe one of these corners that are younger, but I don't see him. Is is Kenny Moore being cut by the Colts? Because uh, it was it was some talk that he might be on the market for whatever reason. If I'm Kenny not, Moore if Kenny Moore hits the market, believe he's gonna be in Chicago. Yeah, and what position does he play? He's the slot corner for the Colts. He was the one that that uh, Eberflus pl- had playing at an All Pro level. Okay, and I oh. guess after Eberflus left, his play dropped off drastically in that system that they they started running in uh in Indianapolis. And I, I just remember somebody saying something about Kenny Moore possibly being a free agency, but I, that might be if they cut him 
or if he requested something. I don't know. I, I haven't mm-hmm. seen anything else though. I mean, ju- yeah. just uh, just it's just funny because you bring up the Colts. Is what what's your guys' opinions on the the coach Ed Rusher Yannick Nekaku? I don't you, know. I exactly. his name. He got Yannick exactly. guy. I, yeah, he got nine half sacks uh, last they, season, and he got twenty nine tackles as well. Hey man, listen, y'all y'all already know. AC can tell you. I've been saying Yannick name since since the beginning of the Jacksonville. Show. <laughs> hey, I, I don't. I said we we should go get the man, bring him in for at least two years. Do what yeah, you I do because he, I, I mean, do. I Yannick, agree with you, man. Feel like twenty seven or some shit like that. Yeah, you get well, the the okay twenty nine. So many teams. He's twenty nine now. He's twenty nine now. Oh shit! I thought he was a little bit younger than that. Oh, hold on. No, anyway, no, sorry, no. He's- He's 28, sorry. He's 28. 28. Okay, I was going to say, I I thought he still had a couple years, man, but yeah. for whatever reason, man, he he's, he's a consistent pass rusher. You need help mm-hmm. with the pass rush. You you do a lot worse than somebody that can get you at least 8 to 10 every year. This, so, I agree. I know his sack numbers are there and his pressure numbers are there. Is he good against the run? Because I remember a lot of teams uh, up in the run last year. He's he, so Ngakwe was somebody that was just de- decent. He wasn't he wasn't a force in the run game. He but you know saying he he was he was serviceable. I'm not sitting here saying that you put this man on the defense. We gonna have the number one run stopping defense at all. The yeah. the man hunts quarterbacks. That's his job. <laughs> Well, I mean, we mm. need someone to hunt them because we didn't have anybody doing it on our D line last year. Our, our leading sack. I've got his jersey hanging in the closet too. Is my guy Brisker? So, um, yeah, yeah. I just wait. When he's safety, you're you're at, yeah, it's not good, is it? When it's the safety, you're leading a sacker. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, and it's 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 all bad, bro. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to see what's going on with with Kenny Moore, bro. Is he gonna get cut? Because, like I said, if, if if Kenny Moore gets cut, I I can almost guarantee you that that man is probably gonna be in Chicago. Uh-huh. What about a guy that just got cut this week, Shaquille Griffin out of Jacksonville? He was a damn good corner. I know technically we may not have a corner need. I don't know, but I mean I feel like we need help all over, honestly. Do I don't know. Guys? I feel like corner is a big position, fellas. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I'm gonna drop after I say this, but okay. to me, you've got Jalen Johnson. Behind him, it, it was just like last season. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. you're throwing pulling pieces out of a bag and hoping one sticks. You know what I mean? And yep. I, I think it is a position of need uh, for this defense. I think if you have two solid corners, I mean, it just makes this defense so much better. Think back to Tim Jennings and uh, Peanut Tillman. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, holy right. cow. Like, yeah. you know, or even Nathan Basher. You know, you can go back that far, too. It, it just – it just brings a different dynamic to your defense and, you know, makes quarterbacks maybe take that extra second to let that ball go, which means what this defense is known for, taking the ball away. Take it away, yeah. So so, so our, uh, defense, our defense, throw yeah. something at the wall and see if it sticks. Yep. <laughs> Guys, I appreciate you having me on. Thank you so much. Always, anytime, brother, anytime. Uh, always, we'll, we'll be back. You guys. And uh, hopefully awesome. uh, we'll do it again soon. Oh yeah. Hey, if, if you want to do some draft stuff, man, I think we're gonna do one the week before the draft right. too. It's, uh-huh. it's up to I, you. I haven't looked at 
anything. I, I, don't, I, I, have a, I haven't looked at I haven't looked at anything but my pitching wedge and my hybrids. That's all good, man. Chris don't know anything about draft either, so I don't know what's all about the draft. Yeah. <laughs> all right, fellas, have a great Sunday, everybody. All right, buddy. Later, boys. Man, it's great to see Badge again. Getting back awesome. and things a little bit. And, man, man hold, my boy Badge get off, and then who enters the chat? Motherfucking Don Burr. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker goes. <laughs> What's this mean? I'm sure y'all think you got two first round. We did. Motherfucker, we did. God damn it. Did you not see the draft compensation? We got one this year. We got one next year, and we got a second and 25. Yeah. And. You got a wide receiver one. Oh my god! Oh, go watch it. Go watch your lines, man. I hope we beat the. I hope we beat the Lions so bad next season. I really do. So we can just rub it in that fucker's face. Oh, yeah. barely some more. I like. I do like Kalaja Kansi, brother. I do like him. Is is uh, uh I out of Baware out of boy out of Western. That's yeah. a dude that I liked a lot. He came out to the combine and he straight up killed it. This dude improved his draft stock right there. I think he ran one of the fastest forties of all time for a defensive lineman, if I'm mm. not mistaken. The guy just his get off is absolutely insane. He's already a hometown kid. He knows how to play in that cold weather. Soldier Field's not going to bother him. Honestly, I love Jalen Carter. He was a guy that I liked a lot. But I watched him come up here to Kentucky in one of the coldest games that I can remember going to ever. It looked good. And he was absolutely shut down by our offensive line that was replacing three starters mm-hmm. and did not look good. <laughs> so I I love I love Carter and I hate to drop him for one or two games we saw in the national champion or not the national championship, the semifinal, I guess it would be disappeared again, man. And I just if you're if you're drafting them top ten, man, you can't see them disappear like that. I I, I don't know as much about Adebayo as far as seeing him on tape and stuff, but I know his numbers are absolutely insane, and I'd be perfectly fine with that. Kalaja can see his arm length kind of worries me, Barrelissimo. Uh, I, I I I I don't know about him. I like him, and a lot he's going to get the Aaron Donald comp because they wear the same the same mm. college helmet. And the, they got the same height, but I mean, Aaron Donald was a physical specimen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The guy's a freak. So, yeah, bro, I, I like to say, I, I do like Kalijah Kansi, uh, but I've seen talk about Kalijah Kansi probably going in the first two, bro, which is which threw me off. Uh, damn, we, we done jumped in the draft and we was talking about fucking free agents. <laughs> yeah, I mean that was my plan with this show was free agency since it starts next week. But yeah, man, let's let's let's, let's uh, barely smoke, man. Look, if you come on, come on the draft show, dog. Come hey, yeah, this show. is an invite. Barely <laughs> come on the draft show, bro. Send me send me a um a, a message on Twitter, so we'll have the so we'll have the open communication. And us, whenever I set up the link for our draft show, I would love to have you come on. And and talk about some of these prospects and, yeah. and where you think they're going to land because, I mean, I I know a little bit, you know what I'm saying, but I right. nothing nothing to the point of where Barrelissimo is as far as tape breakdown and I know him and Chris had a had a falling out one time. Maybe we can come through. We can. Hey uh, man, look, we're gonna we gonna, we gonna raise some beers, and, give hugs, and, and, and um, kumbaya. Hey man, I don't. Oh, 
Honest, honestly, mate, I don't care. If he comes on the show, that's great, mate. I'm, I hold no, no sort of quarrel with it. No. Anybody. Yeah. About uh, love and peace and all. Yeah, another British voice. So, uh, yeah, it's all good by me, man. It's all, all in the past. There you go. So I'm saying, my boy, my boy uh, Chris, uh, internet connection was like, uh-uh, motherfucker, we throwing hands when I see Belisi. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know we're going to get back on topic with free agency, but I saw Nolan Smith pop up in the in the chat. Uh, he blazed a 40-time. They got him listed as an edge rusher. Maybe he could be an off-the-ball linebacker in our system. I'm not sure. Uh, but, yeah, I like what Bellissimo says. You know, he had all that speed, the straight edge, the straight line speed, but when you see him on the field – He's just, I mean, if he wasn't behind the incredible D line uh, or with the incredible D line at Georgia, like, I, like if he was at Kentucky, I just don't think he'd be doing what he did or putting up the numbers that he did at Georgia. I like the guy. He's from one of my favorite cities in Savannah, Georgia, but uh, I just don't, I don't know if he's a fit for us. He's kind of small. If you try to put him on the edge, just, I don't, I don't know how well it's going to go. Right, but uh, I don't say, man, you know, what I'm saying getting, getting back on the free agency thing, man. I said something about Draymond, uh, my boy, uh, Okariki. Uh, yeah, I talked about Hargrave. Uh, I'm saying, man, let's, 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 let's jump to the other side of the ball, man, because my my biggest my biggest thing I, I said this and I, I continue to say this, so I'm blue in the face. I'm investing money in the O line, uh-huh. that, is, that is my number one priority. I would I would take care of every O line need before free agency even hit. Right. I mean, uh, the draft hit. Uh, right. I would sign the right. I don't. It, it's weird because we don't necessarily know what's going on with certain players on the roster. Like what what are we doing with Cody Whitehair? Is Cody Whitehair going to be here mm-hmm. next year? Is or you know what I'm saying is he going to be traded? Are they going to cut him post post June first cut? Whatever the case may be, do you need to replace him? I think you do. He's older. He's injured often. Uh, and and he has a, a five million dollar cap hit. Yeah, it's got a big uh, contract. Yeah, I was gonna say. So if you gonna, you might have to get him up out of there. Uh, like I said, I I like the thought of Jawan Taylor. I like uh, the the pass block, and I know folks, people are crying, fucking bloody murder for fucking Orlando Brown. All right, man, but y'all have to realize y'all finna pay this man twenty five million dollars to come play left tackle. Right. Mm. I'm. You know what I'm saying. I as much as I believe that he's a de- he's a decent tackle. He's there's nothing wrong with him. He does what he's supposed to do, but you're going to pay twenty five million dollars a year for that, and y'all have to realize that that hampers other situations, especially now since we're down to seventy million or seventy five mil. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I like the thought of having Jawan Taylor. Maybe you can get du- Jawan Taylor at, at seventeen to eighteen million. Maybe it'd be a little bit more because you have to overpay. I don't know. If that's the case, then maybe you do go get Orlando Jones. I mean Orlando Brown. Mm-hmm. But then there, there's a there's another tackle that's flying under the radar. I haven't seen nobody talk about, and we have direct direct ties to, and that's Andre Dillard. I haven't oh, seen yeah, one yeah. person say one fucking word about Dillard. Dillard came in and played left tackle and played it very fucking well for for the Eagles when he needed to. Then they they put the man over there on the on the right. He played right tackle for him. So I even think they put the motherfucker at guard and he played guard for a spot for spot duty. He's a former first round pick. He couldn't he couldn't break the fucking line because the Eagles have such a great fucking line. Uh-huh. Uh and then you have Ian Cunningham who can give you anything that you need to know about the kid. Right. It's the same thing with the Isaac Ciamalu guy. 
if you told me right now today the Bears signed Andre Dillard to play right tackle and they signed Isaac Ciamalo to come in to be left guard, to me, you're already winning. Because yeah. at that point, I have no problem at drafting whoever the best center on board is in the second round. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking through the list right now. There's a ton of guards on here. Mm. Um, what, what, what do you guys reckon to uh, Ben Powers from, uh, from the Ravens? I mean, he's only 26 and he's a decent run blocker. I, I yeah. like Ben Powers too. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I've seen people say that they don't know if Ben Powers will fit our scheme because he's more powerful. Right, right. Uh, and I've I, I seen Greg Gabriel said that. Uh, right, right. Cool. As far as, far as him, and uh, I, like, I like him because of age. Uh, and yeah, I the do. Fact that guard and guards aren't paid as much as tackles. I wouldn't mind having Ben Powers. I think Ben Powers can do whatever you need him to do. Uh, getting out in space, I, if he, I don't know, you know what I'm saying? I haven't watched his film, <laughs> so I don't know yeah. if man can get out in the space like you need him to. The, the one thing people have to realize is we fucking pull tackles. This is why I don't really understand why folks are saying that we should get Orlando Brown. Orlando Brown mm. is an anchor, and mm. he does job very fucking well. He's an anchor. You're not going to get past an anchor. But mm. how many I mean, times I that, X and Jones so, get out get out in, in front of Justin Fields or pull to the opposite side of the line? Mm. This is what they did with Trent Williams with, with the 49ers. They're pulling them across and he's tagging people. So I it's 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 hard to say bro it I would love to see Ben Powers, but like Ben Powers is more of a power guy. You know what I'm saying? He yeah. blocked for Lamar. You know what I'm saying? You got that going for you. But if you want the agile line, then you might have to really look at some of these players that's coming from the Eagles and try to poach them. Mm-hmm. And they've got like a ton of free agents coming from the Eagles. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm just, I, I think they got like nine or something. Um, Dalton Reisner was a guy that I liked in the draft. He's on oh, this yeah. list coming out of uh, uh, out of Denver. I don't know what kind of scheme they run out there. Uh, I know they tried to bring okay. in Nathaniel Hackett, and that didn't work out. So I, 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 I really, I don't know. It's just a name that I'm seeing on here. Isaiah Isaiah Wynn was a guy that I liked a lot That's, in New England. He played left tackle for them. I don't know if he can. He swap he should be a guard. He should be a guard. Six foot two. I don't know how long his arms are. That's it's funny because this is also something else that Greg Gabriel was talking about. They brought up Isaiah Wynn, and he said that he always had him more projected as a guard in the league, and that the Patriots had him playing at left tackle. Mm-hmm. I, I said something about Isaiah Wynn a while back I, when I noticed that he was going to be a free agent. Hey, the man, the man has guard size. Mm. If you can, if you can get him at a guard price and put him in the middle, hell, you might, you might have yourself a Pro Bowler. Yeah. So you think I think he'll be looking? Do you think he'll be looking for offensive tackle money though? That's the other thing. I don't know. I, you know, what I'm saying that we don't know if he wants to play tackle in, on another team or if, if he's just okay with the fact that somebody will sign him and put him at wherever and pay him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Was the guy that you mentioned Isaiah Ciamalo? Was that one of the dudes yep. you were talking about? Isaac Ciamalo, the uh, guard for from the Eagles. Yeah, I see him on here. He's 53rd on NFL.com's rankings, but comes from an Eagle system that does a lot of what we like to do. Uh, mm-hmm. if you remember, if you watch them, you see Jason Kelsey getting out on the edge quite a bit. So we're gonna, you know, you know they're gonna ha- they're gonna have athletic offensive linemen as well. 
No uh, good. So that that could be a, a dang good fit. Um, I, I mean, what about? And we talked about it as far as draft. Behind Justin Fields, you've got Trevor Simeon. Now, in free agency, I don't know what they're going to ask for, but you got Teddy Bridgewater, you've got Jacoby mm. Brissett, you've got um, I, that's just two of them that I'm seeing on here that I could see being a a veteran backup. I said Mariota. Mariota. Really? Yeah, I'm, wow. I'm thinking Mariota because he he's I believe he's either a free agent this year or he's getting cut. It's one or the other because I've right. seen people yeah, talking think, about him. I think he's got cut. Yeah. Uh, I would if if he hits the free agent market, like I said, I I seen people talking about Jacoby Brissett and him possibly going to one of these uh one of these QB needy teams to be kind of like the fill in starter because he has that you know what I'm saying he has that ability right uh if I like I said if all things are even if Mariota is on the on the market and he's not looking to break the bank as a backup. I would go draft Mariota because he's he does everything that Justin Fields does. He's just not as fast. Uh probably not as good as a passer either, but you know what I'm saying? You you have it. I see people saying draft people. Yeah. I would I would love to draft DCR. That that'd be dope. Right. <laughs> uh but yeah, you see Scrody talking uh Shorty talking about uh Mariota. He can run the offense. Yeah, he can run it. No fucking problem. And it wouldn't be a drop off. You wouldn't have to change anything up. Uh, the oh. other person I, I love, I would love to see, but this is just me because I had been seeing the kids' praises since he was at Utah. That's Tyler Huntley. I don't know if he if he's a free agent or he's ever going to be a free agent. I would love to see Tyler Huntley because I, mm-hmm. I I said the man the man is a is a you see he made the Pro Bowl this year for whatever I I don't know how how they would <laughs> you know what I'm saying they would man they gas my man up and he actually did come in for the seven on seven to put on the show. My, my brother, my brother's actually a Ravens fan. Um, because when we were growing up, they had Ray Lewis and all those guys out there. He played linebacker just like me, and he loved Ray, so that was that became his favorite team. Um, and he likes Huntley more than Lamar, as, as well at Lamar's price is uh-huh. is, is his thing. But he's like, like he told me this year, he's like, man, I think I'm gonna pick a new team because anytime he tries to talk about Lamar, possibly moving on from Lamar. They're like, you racist. That's why that's why you don't like Lamar. Oh, he's, yeah. like, he's like, no, dude, just look at the numbers and look at what Tyler did, you know, in replacement of him. It has nothing to do with, with the color of his skin. I just don't know if he's worth that guaranteed contract. And that's something we'll have to watch as far as if Lamar ends up – which let's go into that because how in the hell if you're the New York Jets – I don't know if it's dropped yet, but they're talking about – Going after Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers. Out of Rodgers, yeah. yeah. Even Rappaport, at the beginning of our, ca- our podcast, tweeted out, it's done. Yeah, I've heard that as well, yeah. I've heard I, it's I, done. I, was, I had to look because, you know, now you can pay for these blue check marks. Mm-hmm. I had to look. Make this sure is really him. coming from Ian Rappaport. Right. It was coming from Ian Rappaport. Hmm. I, I just if, – if you've got – like, I don't know what the draft compensation would be for an Aaron Rodgers, but if I – I mean, even the Packers are tired of his shit. You know what I mean? I know Packers <laughs> fans that were tired of his shit last year. Uh-huh. This guy My homeboy was ready for him to go. Right. So, like, if you're the Jets, you're going to trade for a guy that you hope to get a year out of before he goes back into a, a, mm-hmm. a ayahuasca retreat and, and <laughs> try and 
try and figure out what he's going to do with his future or or trade two first round picks you get Lamar Jackson a former MVP I do feel like the league and the owners are attempting to not do the fully guaranteed contracts I heard last year when Deshaun Watson was signed to that a lot of the owners were pissed uh because they knew where this would lead you know and and we might have this come up in a couple of years with Justin uh-huh. when he's looking for a contract he can say hey this dude got a fully guaranteed deal why can't I I just I don't know what they're gonna do but if I'm the Jets man I'm going Lamar over Rogers I think I tweeted about it even because he's 20 how old is Lamar 25 26 maybe and, yeah and 26. And, and Rodgers is at almost 40, bro, and he don't know what he wants to do. How how are you going to – and and those coaches' jobs are on the line out there in New York. Plus, we saw how Aaron Rodgers was with the small town, Green Bay media, who all are going to kiss ass. You know, they're all mm-hmm. owners of the team. So, <laughs> so you saw how he was. You know, I just don't know how he would work in that New York media. I mean – I mean, I – I mean, I, I reckon I see that uh, that Aaron Rodgers is such a wanker that he'll actually stay at Green Bay just to like piss him off for another year because he's such a fucking dickhead. So, but he's I have the girls like that. Yeah, well, I mean, he has, he has been like that for the last sort of two, three seasons, hasn't he, really? And uh, I think Green Bay, I think their management have just got to the point where we're just thinking, we can't let this one person hold the whole franchise up you know, it, you know, there's more, there's more to a team than just one player, even if it is Aaron Rodgers. But I can imagine him; he'll just be like, going, "Oh yeah, I'll go to Jets, go to Jets," and then at the last minute, he'll just change his mind just to piss the whole organization off. But yeah, of course, I want him to get out of our division completely. It'd be a joy. But I reckon, I reckon as well, when he goes to New York, like you mentioned, AC, he's going to have to contend with like you know a massive media presence all the time. Right. And New Yorkers right. don't take any shit. So uh, that'd be very mm-hmm. interesting to watch if he does go there. I mean, on top of that, last year the 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 Packers made when they traded away Devontae Adams, they made a concerted effort to bring in young talent to try and continue with the future. Now they they kept Aaron Rodgers, but Aaron Rodgers wasn't there at training camp. He wasn't there in, in, in mandatory mini camp. None of that stuff. And then all of a sudden he shows up day one. And he's like, "Why don't I have chemistry with my <laughs> roster?" If you look at the Jets roster, it's all young players. Mm. You all right there, Chris? Just about, mate. Just about. Just recovered. <laughs> <laughs> so if you look at the Jets roster, you've got Garrett Wilson, who's in his second year. You've got Sauce Gardner, who's in his second year. You've got Quinn uh, Williams, who is probably about to get paid one of the best defensive tackles in the league. Oh, you've got so many young pieces – and Aaron Rodgers, for as great as he is, he doesn't have the um, leadership ability. You know, mm. he has a guy that he likes, and if he likes you, you're good. If he does, if he doesn't like you, you're you're screwed. We saw it with Jordan, mm. and we saw it with Devontae Adams, we saw it with Randall Cobb. You know, that was the whole. He was like, "You got to bring my guy back." They brought his guy back for him. I mean. Oh, Marilisimo says the Packers pay fifty-three million just to get them, just to get them out of town. That's wild, wild bro. That's yeah. wild. I know we, uh, I know we had the most dead cap space last year because 
Ryan Poles had to tear this thing down and start from the ground up. But man, if mm-hmm. you're the Packers, they're under and 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 as as much as I say a small town and I talk about their fan base, those fans are passionate, man, and they don't they've never had a lot of them have never seen in their lifetime not having a franchise quarterback, not having everything. You know, before mm-hmm. Brett Favre got there, Chris, I'm sure you remember. Oh shit! That they, they oh, I shit. do, mate. I mean, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I can remember the eighties. Uh, you know, when we used to roll the Packers practically guaranteed every year, especially like the mid-80s to, to like, you know, the early 90s. And, uh, you know, you wouldn't be a Packers fan in that decade if, you know, if you didn't follow the team and you were picking a team to follow, you would no way become a Packer fan. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I just hope it's like, you know, a lot of dynasties will have like about 10 years. They're looking at the bad longer than that because they just managed to get them two quarterbacks in a row. But uh, I, th- I think their stock's going down and hopefully ours is rising. Um, so, yeah, I'd, uh, I'd love to see him leave. I mean, that wouldn't surprise me if he just retires. Just That, that wouldn't surprise me. But then again, he'll probably lose a lot of money doing right. that. Right. But uh, it wouldn't surprise me if he did that as well. <laughs> All right, we got to get off this subject. We've already got people in the chat asking, is this a Packers podcast? You got you got Don Burst. And, and I agree with this. Detroit ran Aaron Rodgers out. They beat his ass. Yeah. They beat him down, and he didn't want to play there no more. Don, Don, your team your team is damn good. I think the North mm-hmm. is op- up for grabs next year. Um, Kirk Cousins, who, uh, who knows? I mean, they won 11 games last year that were one possession. Like, are they going to be able to continue that, or is that going to be something different? Maybe, maybe mm-hmm. Don, your Detroit Lions are – Ripe for taking the number one spot. I mean, I, I love my Bears, but let's be honest. The way our defense played last year, I, <laughs> who knows if they can turn it around in one offseason. I really don't – I don't know. Yeah. Um, I mean, I just uh, I just keep hoping the Bears are going to be like since that Bengals. I mean, they were poor for a long time. I mean, they just got them, you know, them right right positions sort of like with the quarterback and the, they got the really good wide receiver as well, Chase. And just, and they, they more or less put it around within sort of two years and so did Philadelphia as well. They had a big drop-off after the Super Bowl and it took them a couple of years and they were back into, you know, back in the big game uh, this last season. So, you know, I just thought that, they get the right players at the right position, and it's our time to start kicking on a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's interesting that you bring that up about the the Bengals. You know, I grew up a Bengals fan before I met my wife, so I knew a lot of their suffering, uh, and it was mm. a lot of it had to do with the way the Steelers just just beat them down all the time. The Steelers were that dominant team, and we're seeing that with Green Bay. And when did the Bengals turn it around? When <laughs> Ben Roethlisberger all of a sudden? Father Tom caught up with the guy, and and all yep. of a sudden he looks like an offensive lineman out there. Um, so maybe that's <laughs> maybe there's a little more, a little more there than uh, than just what's on the surface. Um, when you got a when you got a guy that's getting up there in age and possibly leaving the division, or in Roethlisberger's case, straight up retiring, um, and it, it kind of went head to head with with that ascent, ascension. Uh, by the way, we got 112 viewers right now. Hey man, hit the uh, like, man. Let's hit the like button. <laughs> we got nine likes, and one of those likes is mine. God damn it! Y'all better get in the goddamn like. I'll hit this. Right <laughs> I'll do it as well when we finish the show. Stop me next to two. I'll just hit that right quick. Like, subscribe, all the all the things that you hear from every youtuber let me let me bring this up on my phone so i can go ahead and hit the like as well yeah, I'm um, saying. 
KB, you want to drive a little bit and tell us some other free agents that hey, you're looking man. at? Oh, hell yeah. Boy, let me let your boy jump in the seat, bro. You know what I'm saying? Let your boy jump in the seat. Now, a couple other things, because uh, Don Burr, I'm going to tell you this real quick. I'm just I got to tell you this real You want me to say something nice? Never! <laughs> Never! You my boy, Don, but I say shit. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, you know what I'm saying? Looking across, because we uh, we spoke a little bit on the offensive line. Uh, like I said, to me, that's one A and one B is the offensive line, defensive line. Those are, to me, money just needs to be thrown at. And if I literally see nothing but O lineman and D lineman being signed that first day, I'm not going to say a motherfucking word. I don't care. I, look, you got me. Uh, but a, a, a couple interesting names, man. Uh, a name I've seen people really talking about uh, tight end. Okay. Uh huh. There's, There's only one of them that I like. Uh, it's, it's three that I like. And the list goes Mike Gusecki, uh-huh. uh Hayden Hurst, because he is a free agent this year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hayden Hurst. And then whatever the Vikings decide to do with Irv Smith. Oh, yeah. I was so, thinking, I was looking at Dalton Schultz. I was expecting you to drop that. Uh, name. That, don't, I, I, I feel like, like Cole Komet gives you everything Dalton Schultz could give you. Yeah, I like Dalton Schultz. I I feel like he might uh he might end up going to like the the fucking Chargers or some dumb shit, man. I I guess whatever uh is it Kellen Moore that went there? No, not Kellen Moore. Uh, they had somebody else that I guess helped coach him, and I I guess he might actually be a a good landing no, spot. Kellen, Kellen Moore did go to the the Chargers. They let him go in Dallas, and he he's, okay. gonna, he's out there with uh, Justin Herbert. That's a that's an interesting uh, connection there. Yeah. So uh. I seen uh I, I follow my guy uh the goat house we, you know he he talks about a lot of these places where he thinks free agents have uh a good shot at going and that's that was one of the places he mentioned uh as far as Gasicki Bellissimo I love Gasicki and I feel like he would fit perfectly on this offense he's the Absolutely. he's the only one I like when you were when you start to bring up tight ends yeah that's the one guy that I think gives you something that Cole Komet doesn't already give you. Uh, if you can run two tight end sets, I mean, yep. look what they did in in New England when you had uh, Gronk and and uh, Aaron Hernandez. Yep. You had, you had <laughs> Gronk being the 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 hammer, and and Aaron Hernandez was pretty much a glorified slot receiver. Right. It's the same thing as uh, you know, what I'm saying with with you you had with Jimmy Graham when Jimmy Graham was in his prime. You uh-huh. you had Jimmy Graham lining up in a slot and nobody could cover the man. He's six foot fucking uh, six foot thirteen. God damn it! I, Ooh, I didn't know this guy was a free agent. Is Austin Hooper a free agent? Oh, I don't know. I didn't see him. I he didn't realize be. he was. I mean, if he is, that's a guy that I like that could compliment Cole quite a bit. You know what I'm saying? Um, I I would love that Austin Hooper. Uh, I, I want Austin Hooper when he he first left the fucking uh, Falcons. Yeah, but yeah. you know what I'm saying? He made the chance, the choice to go to Cleveland. So, uh, but yeah, I, I was just throwing out those three names. Uh, if I seen uh, somebody say something about Foster Moreau, yeah. I thought Foster Moreau got re signed. I didn't, I didn't know. Uh, because then, doesn't he play in uh, in, in Vegas? Vegas? Yeah, yeah, I, well, I, I thought I saw him, him being re signed. He might not have been, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that, that could be, I mean, we'll have to stop and look, see, see what that. <laughs> See how all that turns out. Yeah, I, I mean, I know tight end could be a spot, but man, I really like this draft mm-hmm. class. The tight ends. Oh like yeah, the, the, out of uh, mm-hmm. um, I want to say he's out of Oklahoma State. 
or maybe Oregon State. I can't remember. I know it's orange. But you talking about Luke Musgrave? Yeah, yeah, that guy. I like him a lot. Uh, he didn't have a ton of numbers in college. <clears throat> he was hurt quite a bit, so maybe that drops his draft stock. Mm-hmm. Um, Kuntz out of Old Dominion. You know, he was a small school guy, but his numbers are really good. I mean, as long as you don't grab him in the second round, like uh, another small school guy we had here oh, in Chicago. God. That's not uh, – Let's not. <laughs> I, I see uh, the, my man Matthew Fochizi talking about uh, uh, what's the Iowa tight end, uh, Laporta, Laporta, whatever his name Sam is. Laporta. They, Sam they, Laporta. I thought he was a lot like Cole, but yeah. a lot of people are saying he's a, mo- a lot more like Kittle. So, um, I mean, those are big names to to live up to for a time. Right. And a lot of times you don't see these guys – uh, ball out as a rookie, you know, they're still trying to get their feet under them because remember, these guys got to block like an offensive lineman and they got to catch like a wide receiver. The right. guy out of uh Georgia, um, Darnell Washington, Darnell Washington, he's like six foot eight, dude's huge. If he's the guy I'm mm-hmm. thinking of, he wore number zero at Georgia, that dude was just always open. I mean, ne- next year, Georgia's got a tight end that you hear baby Gronk a lot. Uh huh. See that a lot with Brock Bowers. That dude is a absolute stud monster. Could be a top ten pick. Damn. I, but, but I'm telling you, look up Brock Bowers. The guy's a monster. But uh, yeah. I, I, we'll see. Mr. Shorty says he's a Darnell Washington lover. Yeah, I love his size. Yeah. I love what he's able to do. I think he had really good combine numbers. You're gonna see that out of Georgia. They just they just train those guys. Really fucking well. freaks, bro. You know what I mean? They're all freaks. Yeah. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I, what, what's that boy Nolan Smith got up there? I folks had him going in the second round. As yeah. soon as that man started working out, it was ah uh, maybe he should come back up to the first. Oh, here's <laughs> something interesting from Don. If the Jets can't come to terms with Aaron Rodgers, they might turn to Matt Stafford. So they're they looking could. the the extreme veteran route. It seems yeah. like if that if that's true. You now this is uh, I'm hearing it from someone else, but uh, definitely that's. That's interesting. I could see Matt Stafford working out for the Jets. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had in, he was injured last year, so that that hurt him a lot. But uh, <laughs> Jeremy Forrest says Washington looks like he's forty five. He does look like I think he's already balding and shit. Hey, like. <laughs> that's that's that that's that pull up on the fucking Will Smith, uh, uh, Michael. <laughs> hey, motherfucker! This how old are you? This motherfucker thirty. <laughs> I'm nineteen. No, motherfucker, you at least thirty. but he looked like a grown man against college athletes last year and he played in the sec so you know i'm all about that kb Mm -hmm. i know you're a big 10 guy but i know a lot of people in the chat are probably big 10 guys but man the sec is just a different level now when the big 10 when they get usc and uh i can't remember ucla in there it might be something different but uh other than michigan and ohio state i mean i I was always gonna have o-line and tight end but yeah, I was gonna say, bro. At this point, it's gonna be nothing but SEC and goddamn Big Ten. Yeah, everybody, everybody trying to go to the damn conferences, bro. It'd be, it'd be like AFC. Conferences. It'd be like AFC and NFC in the NFL. That's pretty much. Yeah, well, that, that, that's what it's gonna be. Shit. <laughs> I was like, bro, you got USC and goddamn UCLA trying to go to the Big Ten, and fucking was it Texas and somebody here, Oklahoma trying to Texas go to the and SEC? Oklahoma's coming to SEC next year, I think. Yeah, and if somebody said uh, threw out another team too. Uh, Florida State might be trying to move to the SEC. Hmm. I yeah, heard that, yeah. My uh, one of my homeboys is a, a Florida State fan, and he said that I guess it's talk about them moving to the SEC because the ACC isn't paying them. 
Yeah. I uh the only thing I don't like about this giant conference that they're building, and I know we're off topic here, but it looks like Kentucky might not be able to go ahead and mark a W each year against Louisville. They're talking about getting rid of that, which is really sad. Yeah. That's what happens, man. When you got a huge conference, yeah. you gotta play you gotta play in your conference. But I mean, the good thing is we'd be playing like every like every SEC team every two years will be on the so like right now this year we play Alabama in Kentucky mm-hmm. and uh we haven't played them in Kentucky in like eight years or something like that. Whereas when it gets bigger, um you'll be seeing them every two years. But uh we should probably get back on we should probably get back on topic here, man. I call yeah. this thing free agency frenzy and hey. we talked about everything hey, else. <laughs> I mean we've been, we've been talking about it, bro. It's the AC show, mate. It's the AC show. Yeah, the AC show. Anyway, so we just follow y'all lead. Anyway, AC. Yeah. Are there any other linebackers? I know we talked about David Okereke. If he, uh, how about how about what I've got is how about Caden Ellis from the Saints? He got seven sacks last year and seventy-eight tackles, and he's already twenty-eight. Oh, what's his? One more time. What's his name? Cade something. Uh, Caden Ellis. Caden Ellis. I was gonna say I hadn't heard of him. I was. And he, fought, I, and he's, uh, and he forced two fumbles as well. Ooh. Yeah. He, could, he could be a bit of a dark horse. Yeah. Is he a defensive end. No, he's a linebacker. Oh, okay. So, so they like to blitz him a lot, I guess. Shit, I was just gonna get get ready to say I'm I'm kind of interested in somebody that just got cut here recently from the team we made the trade with, uh, Shaq Thomas. Yeah. Or Thompson, however you say his last name, uh, he was just let go by the, the Carolina Panthers as a as a cap, yeah. cap casualty. Damn. You know what I'm saying? And you know he he's a little bit on the smaller side, but he's always been one of the quicker linebackers in the league. About six right. foot, you know what I'm saying? Two hundred plus. He he can move sideline to sideline. Uh, you know what I'm saying? If you were looking to maybe upgrade that uh that right line that right outside linebacker position, you hell. I mean, I was thinking maybe re-signing Nick Morrow, but shit, Shaq would be a hell of a fucking pickup, man. That'd be a hell of a pickup. Uh, yeah, yeah, I could see that. Um, I'm looking at two guys here on the list. It's Drew Tranquil out of uh, L.A. Denver? Chargers. And, oh, no, that's the uh, Chargers. And Cole Holcomb, who his picture looks like possibly Washington Commanders. It's a red jersey. I'm not sure, uh, mm-hmm. but – He's got a sweet ass mullet. I know that. <laughs> the mullet issue. It's all about hey, the head, man. <laughs> I love the I love the Kentucky waterfall, and I'm jealous about it because I can't. If I tried to grow one, I'd look like Hulk Hogan, bald on top, and have that shit. <laughs> well, what 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 style's that, Vanessa? Is that like a mullet style? You just saying? Yeah, yeah. I uh, I just uh, I can't do it, man. My oh, shit's wow. going on the top. That's why you always see me in a hat. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, sorry, you got it. You got it down around your chin, mate. Anyway, to make up for the right, lack on top. Right. Absolutely. Six foot two. Ooh. I mean, what what do you boys reckon about uh, T.J. Edwards from the uh, from the Eagles? He's only yeah, twenty seven, and he made he made hundred and fifty nine tackles. Yeah, I had thought about him too uh, earlier, early on yeah. in the season uh, when we, they were still playing. I had said something about T.J. Edwards possibly being, uh, you know, not resigned. Uh, yeah, let me say that he, he would be he would be an interesting pickup too. He could probably play the outside linebacker position for us in the weak side. Uh, 
it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be quite a few linebackers that kind of hit the market that you know what I'm saying kind of make you, you you look at them kind of sideways. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, Levante David, I know he's super old. Uh, that him being cut, you got to mention his name. Yeah. Uh, Bobby Wagner being cut, you gotta you gotta I'm, mention I'm out his on name. Bobby Wagner, I know he was great in mm. Seattle, but I didn't see much out of him in LA. I think he's kind of kind of up there in age. Kaiser White, another former yeah, Eagle. Like White. I said, the Eagles have a ton of free agents. You know, mm-hmm. they just went to the Super Bowl, and it almost seems like they loaded up trying to get there, and then they didn't get the job done. And I don't know what their salary cap looks like. I know it's not as good as ours. Even after the DJ Moore contract, we're still like $12 million above oh, yeah. anybody else. Oh, yeah. Which is- I was say, fucking Aaron Kendrick got cut too, I forgot. Uh, but, yeah, I was going to say, we're still sitting at like $75 million, and I think the next closest is the Falcons with 60-something. Elisimo uh-huh. uh, says, Cleveland Farrell's a free agent, LMAO. The dude yeah. the Raiders drafted when they fleeced us on the trade. Yeah, the, the only that, that year was when Josh Allen came out, and I thought he was a perfect fit for the Raiders, and mm-hmm. they went with Cleveland Farrell instead, and – Jacksonville ended up with Josh Allen, the, the defensive end Josh Allen, not the quarterback. <laughs> yeah, shit. I, I it would have been uh his last year in Jacksonville too. I'm I'm pretty sure he's picking up his fifth year option. Yeah. But if oh man, if he would have hit free agency, oh boy, I'd have been all over Josh Allen. <laughs> I'd have bought a jersey. You already know. Yeah. <laughs> you know boy. Oh, uh, uh, I was gonna say going back to the uh the other side of the ball, uh you know what I'm saying? I seen the Arden Key, uh, our boy, uh, one of our one of one of our, our boys, man. Uh, damn, why can't I? I can't say his name right now. That's horrible. He he might beat me up. Uh, <laughs> damn, Jordan. <laughs> Jordan, Jordan fuck me up. Yeah, Jordan uh, bought Arden Key up, man. Uh, as a, as a possible uh, ad, you know, saying on a, as a pass rusher, uh, you know, saying he. He's getting a lot more steam. Uh, they're gonna say Devin, Devin Bush was another name I was gonna bring up. Berlissimo already said, uh, I, I, Devin Bush was a fucking heat seeking missile at Michigan, bro. He, yeah, he's just on the smaller side, he's like 5'10, 5'11. Well, I know Arden Key, I think he came out of LSU. I liked him a lot yes. in the draft. Um, I'm not he sure dropped. what his, he I don't dropped know. because of issues. Yeah, I don't know what his size is as far as. Hand in the dirt defensive end. I think he played a lot of outside linebacker stand up type deal. He's fast as hell, but, but the, he so you know when he got drafted, he kind of busted out. Uh, then he went to I can't remember who drafted him, but I know he was with the Raiders at one point, and then he got his career back on track when he went to the 49ers. Yeah. Uh, D'Amico Ryan's got him got him fired up and playing right. So and well, I, I mean, if he likes D- D'Amico Ryan's, you know, he he's might a end up going to now, Houston. So, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I was gonna say Arden Key was another one. I know Jordan had pointed him out as a uh, as a young under the radar kind of pass rusher or younger. Uh, yeah, Cornelius Devin Bush is definitely available. Uh, he was a guy I liked in the draft a lot. It was between him and the guy that I think the Buccaneers ended up drafting. Uh, White, Devin White. Yeah, it, yeah. it was weird. It was Devin Bush and Devin White that year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Pittsburgh ended up taking Devin Bush. Uh, just didn't work out for him. I, I, I don't know what the problem was. I, I don't know if it was injuries or whatever. Because I know at one point they said something about him not being able to get on the field. So, uh, yeah, Devin Bush. It's a, it's a lot of people, man. It's a lot of, it's a lot of good corners, man. Uh, I said a lot of good corners. A lot of good players, and especially you looking at the corner market, you got uh, 
Byron Murphy possibly is a free agent this year. If you want to try to go outbid the, the Cardinals for him, then you can you got yourself an outside guy who could possibly play slot. Uh Cameron yeah, he's only Dancer. like 25, too. So yeah, he's a young, he's a young cat. Uh you got Cameron Dancer just being cut by the by the Vikings. Uh Ooh, I liked him a lot. Yeah, uh, his age is or nothing. Cameron Dancer has got to be like 24, bro. Yeah, he can't be too old. Cause they they I feel like he like he just got fucking drafted, bro. Uh, but Dantzler, you got Isaiah Oliver that plays with the Falcons, who's gonna be a free agent this year. Uh, shit, somebody you don't, you ain't heard shit from since he's been drafted. I don't know what the fuck his problem is, but, but Greedy Williams is a, is a fucking free agent this year. Man, right. Greedy, I thought he was gonna be so good coming mm-hmm. out. He Bro. had the numbers at the combine, but from what I hear from a lot of um scouts and evaluators is he's more of a press man coverage type corner who mm-hmm. sticks with receivers really well like that but when you ask him to play zone he kind of is lo- looks lost out there he's not sure where to go or what to do maybe coaching can help with that i'm not sure i mean but i I don't know, man. He might be man. Jeremy Forrier says Danzler is twenty three years old. Yeah, so that'd might, be a hell of a pickup. Could, if you pick him up as a free agent, he could be younger than some of your rookies you draft this year. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> that's insane that, that he's already a free agent. Yeah, he got cut. I was, I was gonna say them cutting him was a, was a big like yeah, it was a big eye opening moment. Uh, but like I said, bro, it's it's pieces all over the place right now mm-hmm. where we actually need. I don't know how the fucking uh the free the waiver wire works. Do is it you sign somebody and you move back? Like how's that work? Because right now we're number one until next year or after the draft, however the case may be. I think Greg Gabriel said like for the first three months it goes off of the original draft order. So yeah, we got first. Like as soon mm-hmm. as someone gets cut, we got first. And yeah, that's that. Just through us, then it uh. Yeah, I was gonna say David Ayamata is another one. Don Burgess brought up is a uh, defensive tackle. Uh, I only know him because I, I had signed him once, Norm Madden. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do know he's a he's a free agent. But David Ayamata is also thirty. He's, you know, saying he's the same age as Hargrave. Uh, you know, saying yeah, if, I, if I'm talented. taking a chance on a on a guy, he's on Hargrave. They gotta be they gotta be a guy who's showed showed a lot. You know, um, I, I just. Uh, I don't know. Greedy would be better slot for me. That's what Barrelissimo says. What, hey, uh, do you guys think that they are they going to? So if we sign a corner, I guess it depends on who we sign. Do you guys yeah, think yeah. Kyler Gordon will be better on the outside or the inside? What? I personally think Kyler outside. Gordon would be a better outside corner. Uh, I, and it's, yeah, it's I not do. a shot. At, it's definitely not a shot at Kyler Gordon because he. I mean, you've seen him get better as the year went on and him being in the slot. But Kyler Gordon doesn't have the – I don't think he has the proper technique or the foot speed to really play the, the slot the way they want to because Eberflus was sending Kenny Moore and shit on blitzes off the edge, and Kenny Moore had the speed to keep up with these dudes. Uh, so when looking at Barrelissimo, when you say Greedy would probably be a better slot, yeah, that's because fucking Greedy was pretty much almost a 4-3 guy. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? He and he's all of about six foot one. You know what I'm saying? So he has the size and the speed to keep up with somebody. Uh but I, I do feel like we could leave Kyler there and he can he can get better. 
but like I said, I feel like he would be a better outside corner than he would be at yep. you know what I'm saying if you want it, you want the immediate returns. I think he'd be better as an outside corner. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you, KB. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that too. I just want to know your all's opinion on it and are they, it I might mean, help us. It, sorry, sorry, I see, but isn't um this year's draft really deep at the corner back as well? So maybe we can uh no draft it's, a really good cornerback who might be able to slip inside. A lot of people say it's deep, but I feel like it's very top heavy. Like guys like Christian Gonzalez right, right. out of Oregon is going to go high. Oh yeah. Um, uh, I'm trying to think, uh, Devin Witherspoon out of Illinois, he's jumped up draft boards. You know. Like, oh yeah. That's that uh, that's a guy that Greg Gabriel's talked about. Um, Cam Smith's kind of dropped a little bit. He's out of South Carolina. Uh, the the kid out of Stanford that had a really good senior bowl uh, practice week, Kai mm-hmm. Blue Kelly. I like him quite a bit, but uh, I just – You got a Joey Porter, Joey, Porter, uh, Joey Porter Jr. who's coming yeah. out. You know what I'm saying? He's just an athletic freak. Uh, at least I was bringing up a free agent. Jamel Dean is a guy that I brought up before. I like him a lot as well. I, I signed him too. yeah i got madden 23 man and i started the franchise but then i got that the same day i got call of duty and uh, it it, it's just uh, one game significantly (laughs) better than the other and that's saying a lot (laughs) because the stress level of call of duty is up here Mm -hmm. and i would rather play call of duty than that (laughs) right but yeah bro uh like i said jamel dean would be a good one man he he's definitely gonna break the bank though. I know that because he he's by far probably the best corner on the market. Uh it's a better corner draft for zone than man. Hey, I like I still I like uh the boy out of Iowa a lot, man. Riley Moss. Hey man, mm-hmm. bring it back white corners, baby. He'd be you know the only one in the league. Hey, baby, I take it. <laughs> I take it. You know Scotty said Scotty says he wants to play safety, and I'm always like, man, linebacker is a lot more fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Well, yeah, bro. Uh, I'm I was looking at that. Uh, I I would I would like Riley Moss. I think Riley Moss could actually be a a, a decent boundary corner because he, bro, he's got the size and the speed. So, ah. Uh, I think I think another position a lot of a lot of people are talking about, man, uh, and I think it does need to be talked about is, is safety. Uh, There's some, some high, point, Chauncey Gardner Johnson's on there. I, yeah, I don't know if they're. He's probably going to look. I mean, if you're looking to help save money with Eddie Jackson's contract and injuries starting to happen with him, if you're looking to mm-hmm. save money, Chauncey Gardner Johnson ain't the way. But <laughs> he's not. He, that man's gonna look for a contract, bro. I mean, I mean, is Eddie, is Eddie Jackson sort of? Uh, is he gonna be back for the season next year? Is he gonna be I healthy enough for the season? Or? I could yeah, have said be just up. recently. Uh, Ryan Poles came out in one of his pressers and said something specifically about Eddie Jackson being fine. Right. Oh, cool. Uh, oh, that's good. So. Uh, but I, I, that's also something I'm just looking at. At a certain point, we got to start to – if we start to take age into account for everybody, uh-huh. Eddie Jackson's, what, 28 right now? Well, I hmm. think he was an older rookie. He's already an older rookie, yeah. Hmm. Uh, but I think that at some point you probably are going to have to get somebody else in. Uh, maybe they do like uh, the the little scrappy kid they drafted out of Cal. 
a, a little bit. Uh, he got to play quite a bit last year, so they, yeah. they got to see. Um, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. I want to um, say it's something, Elliot. I'm sure somebody in the chat will let us know. Uh, but uh, Eli, no, Eli, Elijah Hicks. That's Elijah it. Hicks. Hicks. That's it. Yeah, I was gonna say, uh, I, I, from my understanding, they do like how he plays. So, I mean, maybe you know, what I'm saying when the contract for uh, Eddie uh, Eddie is up, and you start to look at it, maybe Hicks learns enough from him that he can come in and play that free safety position. Uh, I, I like the scrappiness of him. He, that that's another kid that that's showing you he getting it out the mud. So, yeah, and you got DeAndre Houston Carson, who's always a solid guy who just, can come in and. I'm just shocked that he hasn't like they I get it. You got you got you got Eddie Jackson and you know what I'm saying you drive Brisker. I feel like he should be starting somewhere, man. You there, think someone would take a chance on it? I was gonna say I I'm, I'm I will say this because he doesn't he's never allowed to test free agency. That that is the one thing you can sit there and say about Houston Carson. The Bears mm-hmm. will not let that man touch free agency. And I think if he touched free agency, the Falcons would scoop him up because of pace. Yeah. Absolutely think they would. And I think he would be a starter. Yeah. If I'm looking through the list here, I see Julian Love staring at me. He's 25 years old. Oh, he's free agent? Yeah. They used him all over the field in New York. Uh, He's a team captain. Maybe that's a guy, if he he doesn't want to stick around in New York or something happens where he's – He's testing the open market. Maybe that's a guy you bring in, but I don't know. Like I said, we've really got our two starters locked in. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know what kind of money they're going to throw at backups or, or yeah, anything when I, like that. When I was mentioning something about it, man, it it'd be it had to be draft. Yeah. Uh, I know somebody that's kind of kind of lost the spotlight, man, is uh, the safety out of North, uh, Notre Dame uh, was Brandon Joseph. Uh-huh. I know that he he's starting to slip down people's boards. I, maybe after pro days and stuff like that, he might creep at, back up a little bit. But if you can get him in a third, or if he somehow so – I don't think he'll, he'll last past the third, but if he he slipped to the fourth, I would I would pounce on Brandon Joseph in a heartbeat mm. and get him in and shit. Maybe you can have Brandon Joseph run the slot a little bit or come in and play play free and move Eddie into the slot because I know Eddie has played the slot a few times. You know what I'm saying, and has done decent. So uh that's just a name, but like I said, that's that's draft. That'd be for another show. Uh <laughs> as far as for agency, man, yeah. I think if you bring somebody in right now, bro, you're you're overpaying a backup. I'm 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 just looking at the fact that you know what I'm saying, at a certain point, we're gonna have to get somebody in here behind Eddie Jackson, bro. It's it's gotta happen. DAC is good, and like I said, I do believe he should be a starter somewhere, but if is he gonna be the guy that steps in? Shit, he's damn near just as old as fucking Eddie Jackson. Right. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, true. Yeah, I feel like he's been around a lot, but he brings you a lot in. He does uh, a lot special bro. teams as well. Yeah, yeah. That's that's someone that they seem to like a lot is, mm-hmm. as a special teamer, and uh, I think he was the captain of the special teams. Mm-hmm. Speaking of special teams, do we have a kicker problem, fellas? Uh-huh. You're gonna bring up Robbie Gold, aren't you? You're bringing up Robbie Gold. Why, why not? I mean, you look at the past of Bears kickers, who has been the best? You know, I mean, he had a down year, and Ryan Pace was like, get shit together, and then they went ahead and cut him. Uh, But he's done nothing but ball out in San Francisco. 
Cairo Santos, I love the guy. He did a lot for us. But last year, man, especially the the win game when we had to punt yeah. on like the thirty yard line. Yeah, my man said no box. He said I, I ain't with it. I can't hit it. Where I watched a Cleveland Browns game where they were going for a going for a hail mary to try and win the game. The kicker was like begging the coach, "Let me try it. Let me try." It, it was like a sixty five yard field goal. The kid just wanted to. Just wanted a shot to be the hero, and yeah, you see that a lot with guys drafting kickers. They want yeah. that that longevity, the the big legs. Uh, plus, so, plus, Cairo's wearing DJ Moore's number, so yeah, you got, you got to come up off of. <laughs> I was gonna say, Chris, man, you want to speak on this, bro? Uh, I mean, it's kickers, isn't it? Really, I know they're important, but I don't really have much of a view on them, but. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think Santos last year was. Well, I think he lost his confidence, and like yeah. just as like AC, so you say when when when, uh, when he want when he, you know when he want to say that kick because he said it was too windy. I mean, that are you thinking? You're a kicker, mate. That's your fucking job. You know what I mean? Right. That that you it's like you saying you want, you want a kicker who's confident and you know a bit like the Cincinnati Bengals kicker. You know, he's a young kicker. And he'll always he'll always have a go. So uh, I'll be quite happy for bringing some competition in against. Uh, Against Santos, to be honest with you, if it's Robbie Gold, it's Robbie Gold. But you know it, that position does need sorted out in my eyes for next season. I don't so, think Robbie Gold is coming in for any competition. Yeah. I think. No, Gold no, 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 I don't. Well, he's the job. So I think he's still got that. I think he's still yeah, got yeah. a house in Chicago as well. Oh yeah, he yeah, he, he visits. He frequently visits Chicago. Yeah, I, I was gonna mm. say I think he still stays here. I think the fam it's like uh I think he moved to to San Fran and the family stayed here. Oh really? Right. Like that. Yeah, when they they put a story out about that and the family would come back and forth between San Fran and Chicago but he's the family stays here. Uh I know Matt Gay is 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 going to be a free agent. I know that uh Greg Zerline, Greg Delick. My thing is this, bro. I'm use that that compensatory pick draft a kicker. Uh, yeah, you got you see Nick's need. Yeah, we got the kid. Uh, uh it's funny because I'm, I'm gonna go back to my team. We got Moody from fucking Michigan, bro. Was one of one of the all time best kickers from Michigan right now. And it, it, look, my boy, it's in Don Burnos. All right, and I'm, I'm Don Burr. You wanted me to say something nice. This is my nice thing to say to you. Don <laughs> Burr and me are on the same wavelength on this. Moody is one of the best kickers in damn near college football history, it seems like. Uh, I don't think somebody is going to be like, oh, yeah, let's just blow a fifth or a sixth on them. Maybe. I don't know. But for whatever, it, there's other kickers in this draft that people do like a little bit better than him. If I if I was on the board with that last pick and the compensatory pick and Moody was on the board, I would absolutely draft him with that pick. You did this. You you drafted a punter last year in Matt. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, in, oh, oh, my God. What's the kid's name? Uh, Gill? Yeah. And mm. Trent Gill, yeah. Trent Gill, bro, in the preseason, it looked like dude was a superhero. He was the best and, draft pick, it looked like. <laughs> right. My man was dropping punts in inside the 10 with, with ease. You know what I'm saying? And now we're looking at it. Trent Gill is probably going to be the punter for the foreseeable future for the Bears. Mm-hmm. Uh, do that same thing, man. Use one of those late-round picks. Go draft Moody. Go we'll, we'll draft mm-hmm. Penn State kicker. I know Ohio State had a good kicker too, but I saw him in the national championship completely whiff. Uh, 
<laughs> I kind of took him off my board at that point. That was oh. the guy that I was watching. Because <laughs> I want a guy. I want a guy who can kick in the cold. That's a big thing for me. Yeah. yeah. You know, you can I'm grab an LSU kicker or a Georgia kicker or somebody who is a good kicker in college, but who knows how they're going to kick in Chicago? I mean, Robbie Gold said it the best. You know, he had landmarks in the stadium where he knew where to aim it at to get it to get it to where he needed it to be because you got to you got to fuck with the wind and all that in Chicago where you just don't have to deal with that in a lot of places. Mm-hmm. But uh, I feel like it's been a pretty good show. We've kind of covered oh, yeah, everything, O-line, D-line, quarterback, corner. Say, I think we've covered everything and talked a little bit of draft. We'll come back and do an actual draft show, and hopefully my guy Jordan can join us because oh, – yeah. He's definitely got more knowledge than I do. And as I said, but at least you know the invitation is open. I'll send you the link whenever yeah, I bring your ass for our draft show. And uh but we'll go around the room and hit shout outs and uh any anything y'all want to do, some closing thoughts. I'll start with you, Chris, if you want to go ahead and we'll get this thing closed out. Yes. Sure, yeah. I mean the shout out so obviously to you boys. You know, it's just been great to be back with you boys talking football. But I just want to shout out to, um, like you guys know, my dad passed away last month. And I just want to oh, shout shit, out to man. everybody on the network who sent me, you know, messages. It really, really helped, man. And the people in chat as well. It made a big difference. So uh, that's my that's main shout out, really. And, uh, yeah, just uh, it's, been, it's just been fabulous to speak to you all again. And, uh, and uh, let's hope that we have a good draft and... You know, let's hope that we can keep this excitement going after this great deal that's been done. So, yeah, I'm at, I'm starting to buzz. I just wish it were like close to the season already. Oh yeah. So uh, that's my shout outs. Uh, I love you, but in the chat, and uh, let's bring let's bring the uh, let's bring the draft on. So, what I don't know, I don't really, I don't college trust, uh It's always an education to me when I get a chance to go. I'm excited again to to learn more uh, about the college players. But yeah, it's just been such a ni- nice uh, afternoon to spend with you boys, man, and and everybody in the chat. Me thanks. Hell yeah! All right, KB, go ahead and hit your shout outs and Amen. anything you want to close off with, and and then I'll finish this up. First of all, man, shout out to you boys, man. You know what I'm saying? It feels good getting back on here, man. Like I said, I done had a lot of pent up shit to say, and it's finally nice to be able to say it. Right. Because uh, it, it, at yeah. one point, I felt like I was just sitting in the mirror talking to myself. And you know you're not crazy when you talk to yourself. It's, it's when you start to answer the questions <laughs> that you ask yourself. Uh, mm-hmm. I was at that point. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's good It's good being back on here with you boys, man. Shout out our boy Bash for jumping on here, man. Uh I know I kind of sprung it on him last yeah. minute when I called him. I was like, "Hey, you know you're getting on the show, right?" And he's like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm already finna get a get a hold of uh, my boy AC man and go ahead and try to work this out." Uh, so it's it's good being all you boy on here with you boys, man. It's good seeing all the people in the chat, man. We got a we got a real good following at one point. I saw us up over 120 at one point. You know what I'm saying? So it's good. It's good people jumping in on with us and and showing us this love. We we miss y'all. We love y'all. All the the banter back and forth. Who's in what's not? Uh, all the shows that that's going on at the time, man. You you know you got the super show now collabing with uh the Bury Your Soul, the uh-huh. those Bury Your Soul and the boys, Shorty and and Nomad, who don't nobody know shit about. But man, everybody <laughs> just coming in. Uh, so you know what I'm saying that's been a good show to, to tune into. 
And also, man, uh, I want to shout out a lot of these Bears, uh, some of these Bears Twitter guys, man. Uh, I got I got into a little bit of a back and forth with uh, my guy Swifty, but he knows it's all love. There's somebody who I would love to have on the show. I, get, I think uh, Jordan actually went on the show with him. Uh, they did the show. It was him, Jordan, and somebody else. Uh, so my boy J2K, man, uh, bro, it's, it's, it's so much, it's so many guys, Shy Bear Plus, all these people with these channels, man. Uh, if y'all in our chats, man, I'm pretty sure y'all in theirs too. Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's a lot of content going on and I'm not somebody that's going to sit here and try to hog fame or nothing like that, man. I'm spreading love to everybody. So, you know what I'm saying? Tune in. You want to listen to some of these channels, jump in with us first. Fuck no. And then you jump in with them. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. Love y'all, man. Love you boys. Love it. Love everybody doing everything, man. Back on. Yeah, hell yeah. I mean, just like y'all said, man, shout out to y'all first and foremost. Coming on here, learned about some guys that I didn't know about. You know, I was looking through the list over here, doing some some on-screen producing. I feel like I'm doing a little bit better. I learned how yeah, to do man. a couple of things, and uh, and I'm proud of myself for for what I've been able to accomplish in this in this last oh, yeah. year taking over the show. Shout out to Badge for coming on, man. You know the door is always open for you if you ever want to come on and just, uh, for lack of a better term, bury your soul <laughs> and tell us how you're <laughs> feeling. Uh, and and just like just like KB said, man, obviously like, subscribe, hit that little bell yeah. so the, so they'll tell you when we're going live. We got shows about oh, yeah. White Sox, Cubs, Blackhawks, movies. We got shows about everything here at the ballroom. Barrier Souls is a fantastic show. Mr. Shorty gets on there with him now and and does mm-hmm. his thing. Um, and and it's becoming an excellent show. I can't usually listen live because they go on so late. Uh, but <laughs> definitely that's that's something that I always listen to the next morning. I'm looking for it on Spotify. So I'm also sure. if if, you, if you're a big time listener, if you listen to us through Spotify or Apple or anything like that, give us a give us some five stars. We appreciate it. To be honest, it helps us with our algorithm helps us push out this podcast and grow this community of barflies that we have. Um, I'm definitely excited to talk about off season. Ryan Poles hit us with a, with a last second change and I had to change everything. I was, I thought I was going to talk about today, but it worked out (laughs) great. I'm glad everybody is just as excited as I am for the moves that we made. It's going to be a fun off season. We got plenty of money to throw around. Um, we got a still got a great great draft pick. We're still in the top ten, so I'm happy with that, you know. Uh, but but I'm definitely excited about all that. Shout out to everybody in the chat for coming in with us today. Y'all had it popping. Hey, man. Don Burr, um, Tooch hops in at the end. <laughs> yeah, Tooch talking about some. It's a pop on show, mama. Yes. <laughs> Matthew Fochizi's always in here. Our our Boy. Penn State guy uh-huh. he definitely has yeah, all that I'm... information um barelissimo with some great information while we're going man he mm-hmm. definitely helps us out quite a bit uh hey, shorty, man we you gotta extend that invite to us brother let us know when y'all trying to do it man if everybody can work it out we'll work it out yeah oh, that's yeah. another show the open mic night that's something that mr shorty's yeah. putting on he lets all the barflies come on i think j2k has been on there swifty's been on there um, of course, him and Nomad run the show, and it's a it's a really fun uh, a fun mm-hmm. show to. It's, it's kind of like a uh, uh, an extension of Barrier Souls, you know, but with barflies in it, which is awesome. It's always fun, and I yeah. definitely that's a fun show to watch and check out. Um, but uh, 
Last but not least, I'd like to shout out my wife. She just turned 34 yesterday. Uh, I don't know oh, if she yeah. put her age out there, but she's definitely – I outkick my coverage. I outkick my coverage with that one. She's always – she's drop-dead gorgeous, and she's my rock, man. And uh, we went to a little spot yesterday called Frank and Dino's in Lexington. It's a uh, – it's named after Frank Sinatra and uh, and Dean Martin, so it's a nice Ooh. Italian restaurant. You know, a little fancy. Your boy got your boy had to pull out a button up yeah. that uh, that don't get used very often. <laughs> you, look, you look smooth, mate. You look good on uh, on Facebook, mate. You look you look suave and sophisticated. Yeah, I'm thinking, who the fuck is this guy with a beard? Right, I'm like, man, he, he, he put it, he, he, he called that motherfucker, didn't he? That boy looks good. Yeah. That boy looks good. That's my boy. I'm so proud of you, man. Yeah. yeah. So we, we had a good time, and we're about to go to lunch now for okay. her as well. Awesome. Her mom. So, uh, we're just gonna go to Texas Roadhouse for that one. Your boy likes your boy likes a little bar and grill type atmosphere. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> um, Don, you say AC tell her to become a Detroit fan. Funny story, her sister, her sister's boyfriend is from Michigan, so he's a Lions fan, and they actually went up to watch the Lions and Bears last year. And her sister wore a damn Lions jersey. Can you believe that? I lost my damn mind. <laughs> anyway, that's uh that's neither here nor there. But I wanted I definitely wanted to touch on that before before we got out of here and uh I'll set up something for the draft. I'll let you guys know obviously. Uh and and Tooch, if you want to come in and talk draft, I'll I'll send you the inv- you know the invitation's always open, brother. Oh yeah. Um if you're up and 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 willing to go for it, but uh yeah, I mean, I guess we're just going to get out of here. Uh you know, the ballroom's got you covered on everything. Oh. Last but not least, draft on tap, man. If y'all want some information mm-hmm. about who who to watch for the draft? Draft on tap. You got Danny Shimon and Neil Stopchinski. They they keep you covered. And and then obviously Gabriel talks football. Mm. I think they're calling it GTF. Uh, he's he's got uh, a lot of information about some of these uh, draft prospects to give you a heads up of where the Bears might lean if 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 they had a say in it. You know, mm-hmm. so uh, it'll definitely get some good information on that. And I'll definitely be studying all that before we do our draft show. So I know a couple of guys to talk about. Sebia, I mean, I Sebia. A, right. <laughs> I know a little bit. You know, I watch college ball, mostly SEC, because that's just the region that I'm in. But uh, it's it's definitely they they give me a heads up on who's good, who's not good, what's good about them, and et cetera, et cetera. We're gonna get on out of here. I'm gonna hit this closing and uh, just leave everybody with a bear down, bear down. Bear down.